Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. <laughs> Merry Welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This, of course, is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. Merry Christmas Eve, Eve. I hope it is lovely there at your remote Christmas location. Uh, The internet at this remote Christmas location is suspect so please yeah, your excuse face me. just froze so is it did it come back yeah yeah okay cool please excuse any technical <laughs> difficulties before the show went live we did have like a few hiccups but i think you know we'll have enough to string together another duct tape production i think by the end maybe of it. <laughs> i don't know and beyond that it's been a crazy 36 hours or so for me this patreon call video uh and transcript have lit up my inbox and dms so if you've sent me a message recently Give me some time. I'll be doing my best through the holidays to uh, be as responsive as I can. There are some odds and ends about this Patreon call that I want to discuss as well. And you and I haven't really shared thoughts about it, uh, except for through some Skype text, you know, text messages, but not actually by voice. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that and then get to the rest of this week's news. The government shutdown is on and uh, nothing much has changed. The country's still operating, I'm told. But uh, still a rough week for Trump. James Mattis is out as defense secretary over a disagreement with Trump's plans to withdraw in uh, Syria and Afghanistan. Uh, Mattis had planned to stay uh, through February, but Trump says, no, thanks. You're out as of January 1st. All that plus the stock market uh, suffers significantly in December and Trump makes a legally dubious move in finally banning bump stocks. So it appears that he's kind of limping to the end of the year here, but uh, Maybe there's reason for optimism elsewhere. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about all of it. Uh, of course, at the center of this government shutdown is the battle over wall funding that we discussed last week. And in lieu of the government taking care of it, a military veteran triple amputee has set up a GoFundMe account to fund it privately with some uh, impressive results. Not to be outdone, a transgender person set up, uh, set up a rival GoFundMe account to put up ladders and nets to help illegals get past that wall. So take your pick. Where do they think this money is actually going to go to? Uh, well, I, that's kind of my question on the wall campaign. So you'll, you'll have to enlighten me on that. Like, I've what's got the gonna... answers on the wall, but the ladders, okay. that money's going to disappear into this weird trannies. I don't know. Oh, definitely uh, reassignment surgery. Yes. Reassignment surgery. Yeah. 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 That's a safe bet. 
Uh, uh, remember that New York state Senator who wrote a bill to require a social media search before a gun sale in New York state. Did he kill himself? I don't think so. I think he's going to seek mental, mental health treatment is the new uh, (laughs) update in that story. But he told a political rival to kill herself on Twitter this week. Um, no word yet on whether he's eligible for gun ownership under his own proposed law or would be eligible. I don't know. And then there was a, a very creative engineer who made this amazing piece of porch thief bait in a viral video uh, this week. Some people think it's fake. We were talking before we went live. Some people are of the opinion this entire thing is fake. There is some controversy about this video because the maker of the video says he doubts the veracity of a couple of the reactions originally featured. Mm-hmm. But whatever is going on, this is a pretty cool device. It's a, it's like, it looks like a package. It sits on your doorstep. If anyone comes and takes it, it's got four cameras inside. It sprays you with glitter and sprays fart smell spray all over you and records the reaction and sends it to the guy. Yeah, I've so, got to admit, I was not suspicious until I saw Gavin's video about how he thinks it's bullshit. And then I was kind of hmm. like, huh. Did he think Maybe just the reactions it. were bullshit or the whole no, device? No, he thinks the like, whole thing is, the whole shebang is bullshit. Hmm. Okay, I'll have to hear him out on it. Whatever's going on there, uh, we will take Super Chats, of course, through YouTube or Streamlabs in between topics, 10 bucks and up on the Sunday show, because, of course, we are no good low-down money grabbers. It's going to be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Thank you for liking the show on YouTube. Thank you for reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for supporting us wherever that may be possible uh, in the near future. Who knows? But I'm not going to mention certain crowdfunding sites that don't deserve mention anymore. Maybe Subscribestar will come back. We'll see. And thank you for emailing us. That's beauty in the beta at gmail.com. If you prefer to take the show on the go in an audio format, you can do that uh, wherever you please. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher. They're all linked conveniently in the description for you. We got several pieces of fantastic artwork this week that we need to share. Uh, I got this uh, caricature of me from Conspiracy Reference. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I like the art style. I don't know that it's particularly flattering of me, but I like the art style. So th- so thank you, Conspiracy Reference. That is much appreciated. Our friend Michael <clears throat> Schlecht uh, saw some sort of um, fitness routine ad on Twitter and decided to depict the evolution of Skag. Apparently, I've gone from beer gut to just absolutely jacked. Oh, uh, and Democrats will hate you with the one simple red pill you can take and do all this for you. <laughs> so if, you, if that interests you, contact Michael Schlecht, self-appointed uh, pharmacist guy who will handle all your life's needs. Oh, you froze there for a second, but now you're back. Uh, I forgot this art last week. It was more timely then, but it's um, it's more just a classic moment in show history. The time on the show from Big LC that I clarified that Jack Conti is definitely not a white N-word. And you were worried I was going to say it again. I could see you pre-cringing. But no, Jack Conti, like, no. he's definitely not, no matter what you've been told. <laughs> Thank you, Big LC. And this piece of art from Jamie depicts uh, Jack Conti very excited to sit on my Santa lap with you assisting him. Now, what I appreciate here, I didn't realize when I first got this in my email, this is a GIF file, or at least there's some motion in it. The eyes are going back and forth, very subtle. And it's always the subtle details that are great. Look, Caesar's in the background there to the bottom. Oh my God, line. he is! And then the gift box has my cool uh, YouTube logo on it. Caesar doesn't even know how internet famous he is. I know, I know. Oh, um, Rich, who of course did all those alternate reality pieces for us throughout the year, is back with a Christmas-themed one. That is you as the Grinch and me as uh, some sort of elf helper with a with a, I guess I'm borrowing Ben Shapiro's booster booster seat for that one. 
and uh, and then this and thank you, Rich. And then this last one from Tom. I gotta admit, <laughs> I laughed out loud heartily when I opened my email and found this edited Blu-rays. Uh, you know, up Christmas movie updates featuring us. If you loved how the Grinch stole Christmas, you'll love how the Muslims, Mexicans, soy boys, Jews, trannies, cucks, and fat dykes stole Christmas. <laughs> Featuring blonde as the Grinch. Oh my god. <laughs> and uh, you might also like Home Alone Lost Without My Hit Piece, featuring me going after the Wall Street Journal and The Guardian, desperately trying to get the hit, the hit piece I am owed. I will say, beyond the concept here, which is hilarious, he did a fantastic job on the Photoshop work. Like These look like convincing movie covers. They really do. Oh, you guys are so funny. This warms my heart. And kind of terrifies me a little bit, but also warms my heart. And there's there's one last piece as well from um, listener Grant, who decided he wanted to, uh, I don't know, update the YouTube Rewind video. Let's put it that way. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So thank you, Grant. That was very cool. Uh... A few quick stories before we get into uh, some of the bigger stories. Let's talk about Patreon first. But uh, I saw this week, I don't know if this is actually new or not, uh, but I saw that, of course, PewDiePie has this ongoing feud with um, with T-Series to become YouTube's number one channel and sort of a meme of the internet and all that. Uh, Alex Jones of InfoWars fame decided to endorse PewDiePie. This might be, I I saw it on Twitter circulating this week. I'm not sure if it's origin is from this week, but Alex Jones has a message. You are to, uh, to support PewDiePie in this internet battle. Everyone must subscribe to PewDiePie in his war against the tyrannical T-Series right now. A giant corporation out of India is trying to get the number one slot on YouTube. The New York Times, the New York Magazine are all calling for him to be removed off of the air because they hate independent media. This is like Ready Player One for real, ladies and gentlemen. The whole global corporate system trying to bring down PewDiePie. He's the next target. So all info warriors have got to go to YouTube right now and subscribe. Make him too big to ban. I'm Alex Jones, and this is the Info War. I will uh, admit, as some people will shame me for, I was not, in fact, uh, subscribed to PewDiePie. Uh Uh-oh, did I lose my signal here? Ah, I was going to subscribe to PewDiePie live on air, but now I can't. Now all my... Well, whatever. You'll just have to take my word for it. I just subscribed to PewDiePie even though I can't share it. That's weird. But I was not subscribed to PewDiePie. Point is, I'm subscribed now, thanks to Alex Jones. 77 million subscribers? Apparently so. 77 million, 78 million. Maybe I was 78 million. That's wild. I mean, last time I took note of how many subscribers he had, it was 16 million. And I don't think it was that long ago. Hmm. Well, uh, good luck to PewDiePie in this uh, in this battle of his. Uh, moving on, did you hear about this story of a guy in my neck of the woods and this shooting? That, yes, uh, I follow all the Bigfoot news. Yes, uh, that was mistaken. Well, don't don't give away the, the headline. <laughs> it's actually not in the headline, which is odd. Oh, um, <laughs> sorry. 
which is weird. Somehow my, our video frames have like got screwed up too. So, you know, on air production here. I know. Is this my fault? Um, I don't know why this happened. So actually I'm going to give a little hiccup in the, uh, in the stream really quick and we'll be right back. All right. Live on air production. Everybody likes that. We still live. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I put, I put it back up and now it's working fine. It's like, why is it doing this? That's so bizarre. It's like there's a little black bar in our video feed um, on the stream. I don't know why that would happen. I've never seen such a thing. Are we live? Oh, there we go. I fixed it. Yeah, we're live. Oh. <laughs> hey, I prepared the masses for technical difficulties, okay? If you're mad That's at me. That's true, but these are, this is not my fault. I thought that it was going to be my stream. I think I fixed it. the whole thing the whole time. If you're mad at me, um, <laughs> you know, yell at our producer, who is also me. Yes. Anyway, funny. what I'm getting at. Hey, did you hear the story of the Helena man who reported being shot, shot at multiple times in the North Hills outside sure did, of Helena, sure Montana? Did. Now, I said you had uh, revealed the headline, but in fact, they buried the headline in this story. A Helena man, a target shooting on public land near Helena, reported being shot at multiple times by another man who mistook him for Bigfoot. Interesting. That was not in the line there. Okay. Shot at multiple times by a man who mistook him for Bigfoot. The man who identi identified himself to dispatchers as being 27 and from Helena was reportedly setting up targets on BLM, Bureau of Land Management land, in the North Hills when he says a bullet hit about three feet to his left and then another bullet hit to his right before he ran uh, to cover and heard more shots. The Helena man told dispatchers he then confronted the shooter who told him he was quote, not wearing orange and thought he was Bigfoot, according to Lewis and, Cl Lewis and Clark County Sheriff Leo Dutton. Dutton oh noted God. that despite a desire not to pursue charges, the allegations are serious and could warrant a charge of attempted negligent homicide. Deputies did check the area and no vehicle damage matching the description was found, he said. So do you think you, that guy really thought he was Bigfoot? Well, even if he did, if you saw Bigfoot, would your first reaction to be to try to shoot him? I don't know. There's, there's a compelling case on both sides. I mean, you want the evidence. You want the body. It's probably but just a serial killer. I'm an appreciator of the creature. I don't think I'd try to shoot him dead. Who knows? You want the proof, though. Yeah, I guess. There's a fair, there's a fair, fair point to be made. I'm just glad nobody got hurt. It'd be such a shame to die being mistaken for Bigfoot. <laughs> no. So I'm glad that didn't happen. And speaking of um, reckless gun violence, I don't know. How can I transition to your favorite <laughs> guy? Uh, David Hogg. Uh. David Hogg of Parkland shooting fame, March for Our Lives fame, not getting into colleges last spring, and having Laura Ingram make fun of him fame. That David Hogg, according to his Twitter account, has now been accepted to Harvard. He says he'll attend in the fall and major in political science. Uh, oh. Of course. USA. Hey, don't knock political science majors. They gave you a job. Whatever. You, you didn't get this or create this job because you majored in political science. Well, I, I would definitely say that my college career was uh, very much worthwhile and shaped the, the person before you today. Fine. That said, uh, it would appear that David Hogg got into Harvard for suspect reasons and that maybe he, I don't know. We'll have to see how it, how it shapes him. I worry that it's only going to reaffirm the most annoying things about him. Yes, because it's of, validating all of his grandiose ideas about himself. He's a very average kid. 
And his SAT scores were very average. In yeah. fact, well below average Harvard uh, SAT scores. Uh, and that's sort of why people are, are critical of this decision. Although it's, I mean, it's Harvard. I'm not going to tell them they can't. I just, it appears that David Hogg did not have SAT scores requisite of top tier colleges last spring. Right. Then he did a year of social justice and or gun control activism that objectively has accomplished nothing. He was on Twitter claiming credit for the bump stock ban. That was Trump, dude. Unless you're going to claim that you're on team Trump. The president made what looks to be an unconstitutional move. We'll find out later, but it looks to be an unlawful move. That's not David Hogg doing that. That's Trump with a pen. Yep. So he and did I mentioned this to you before the show, but I know two people that have gotten perfect SAT scores and gotten into all other Ivy League schools did not get into Harvard. And now they're taking hmm. your David Hoggs. Is that what's happening now? It's all political. Yeah. I mean, it's it, the institution now. That, uh, yeah, it looks like Harvard. I, mean, I don't think he applied to Harvard previously, but in general, colleges looked at him a year ago and thought, wow, average eh. kid with not that much to offer. But wait, he spent a year laying on the floor of grocery stores, you know, <laughs> lecturing people about guns. Welcome aboard. Well, yeah, yeah you're doing just the type of useless uh, non-effective social justice activism we'd like to promote. So welcome aboard. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Good luck to David Hogg, I guess. But I'm not counting on him having huge academic success if uh, his SAT scores are any indicator. Well, he's probably not going to be able to compete. He's not going to continue to get A's throughout college, throughout Harvard, just because of his early political activism. Do you think every teacher, every professor is going to give him a pass? I bet he'll fail out. I, I bet a lot of them will be willing to give him a nice bump on some subpar work. Let's put it that way. For how long, though? Yeah, he's at maybe the it won't very last tail end years. of his fame. I, nobody's going to remember who he is in four years. Yeah. Uh, we spoke. Um, God, I was going to be quick about this, but I don't know if I can be quick about this. So we'll get to the Patreon stuff after this. But uh, we spoke last week about uh, about the update of Desmond the drag kid appearing at a gay bar in New York City, dancing on stage for money late at night. I believe something like was it? Didn't it happen at like two or three in the morning yeah. or some nonsense like that? Okay, so after that degeneracy last week, uh, CNBC puts out a tweet this week promoting Desmond, featuring Desmond's mom, blaming other people for sexualizing her child. Those thoughts and many more in a tweet featured by CNBC. What does it say here? This 11-year-old drag kid is using his voice to encourage LGBTQ youth to be themselves. And then we get uh, a whole, uh, there's so much in this video. I know it's a little bit long. I just couldn't cut out all the nonsense. So oh God, I got to watch half of this video again. <sighs> feel free to stop me when the rage kicks in, which it will immediately, but pay particular attention uh, to, um, to Desmond's mom's commentary. I think that's the worst stuff. When the music comes on, I say in my head, you better rock this Desmond. Wait, that's, I can do a better tongue pop. I am Desmond's amazing. I'm 11 years old now. I'm a drag kid that lives in New York City. When Desmond oh, was six God. years old, he got like an Elsa costume from Frozen. After that, Why? all he wanted to wear was dresses and skirts. Oh, Jesus, not even. I can help you. You want me to help make it a little easier? No, it's impossible. It's not impossible. May I help you? Yeah. We didn't know if this was a phase. We know that kids always dress up, but he was taking it to a level we were unsure of. So we went to a therapist. He said, well, just kind of let him do his thing and let him develop naturally and see where that goes. Find a new therapist. 
I love performing because... Well, it's interesting, too. It's like, even if the therapist says, let the kid be the kid and see where it goes, that doesn't mean put him on a damn stage in New York City. Right. right. Maybe give him some freedom to be weird, but you're putting him on display in this way. I don't think the therapist recommended that. But Yeah. And she does a lot of offloading her decisions, blaming them on other people in this. And I think that the therapist thing was another way that she... You know, uh, yeah. obfuscated her her role in this. Yeah. Show people that kids can do drag. Make some noise for Desmond is amazing. Also, uh, real quick aside here, I didn't see this the first time through. Make some noise for is amazing. Is this thing corporate sponsored? Is that a Target? thing on the on the sign is that a target bullseye I think the target bullseye has multiple rings let me know in the live chat i Maybe think I'm that wrong. is the no target is just one in a ring around it right it's oh one my god the did center. target sponsor this I, it looks to be like it's corporate sponsored uh, corporate sponsored drag kid on stage uh that uh, that i believe is what's going on here drag i also fight for my rights being able to not be made fun of or being able not to be stared at it's not a right proud of yeah uh not a right not to be made fun of and and not to be stared at but what kid has ever organically brought up the concept of fighting for their rights to you like you're a kid you don't really have rights your parents control your rights exactly yeah You, you don't really have that concept in your mind yet yeah. And it's kind of good that you don't because your parents control your liberty because you make dumb decisions because you're a kid. And by dressing up as a drag queen, he's increasing the probability he's going to get made fun of and stared at by like 10 million. Yeah. And so, his mom should have the foresight to realize that. But of course, right. she does not. Does not. She's going to start commenting here. So um, oh get your outrage ready. Of, of all the things that Desmond's done is just his continued support of the youth and of other drag kids and of the LGBTQ Why? community. Why? I would say to people that they should be themselves always, no matter what anyone says, and pay the haters no, no they money because they're not as serious as you. And what stupid advice? Retarded advice. You should not be yourself no matter what. You should try to minimize your bad qualities and play to your strengths. Every person on earth, if you're a shitty person or you're a weirdo, you should try to be less shitty and weird as a general rule of thumb <laughs> for everybody in humanity. And parents Am should probably guide their kids to be less shitty and weird. Isn't that, that be the entire point role. of parenting? Um, yeah, and I, I'm sorry. I don't care what her mom, what Desmond's mom says, which we'll hear in a moment. I just don't buy for a second that Desmond was not driven into this by the mom. I don't buy that this was some well, she natural. She started putting occurrence. on RuPaul's Drag Race when he was two. That that's yeah. straight up indoctrination. What are you doing, exposing your young child to that? Here we go. There's more. Several times a day, and kind of remove the hate comments so that he can go on there and interact with his fans. He does know that there's hate, that it exists. He just is not really involved in dealing with that. I don't really interact with the hate. 
But I mean, if I was to say anything, I think it's really cruel when adults attack a child when oh, they oh, really? make up their own narrative. A lot of people want to say that Desmond is trans. He's not trans. People like to say that we forced him to do this or we're sexualizing him. But again, that's their narrative. And I think it's kind of creepy too when these people say we're what? sexualizing him because if you look at Desmond and the first thing that you think of is sex, there's obviously an issue there with you, yeah. not us. He yeah. doesn't make a lot of money at what he do you have any response to such a she puts him in skimpy little clothes when he was dancing around on that stage at 3 a.m for a bunch of drunk old gay dudes he was wearing a crop top and like twerking around like don't well, if sexualize you sexu him if you sexualize that that's your problem blonde oh my gosh is this a reflection on the gay community about how they sexualize <laughs> children is that what she's saying or is she talking about the rest of us the rest of us who are targeting a child with our hate which of us is really targeting this child Come uh, on, you want to tell me this kid has not been raped yet? Are we all, are we going to There is, and there the, is the footage going around here? that looks like he's on drugs of some sort. There, there is that particular piece of footage that is really suspect. But there's just he's a little bit of He's frequenting gay clubs at, at a young age, and you know there are pedophiles amongst them. Like, he doesn't appeal to pedophiles. She's putting him in a situation where he's almost certainly been sexually abused before. And we just have to sit there and act like this is some kind of fucking normal thing. It's so degenerate and sick. Ah. All right, enough of your bigotry. She's got more to say. He does because photo shoots and interviews don't really pay. A lot of times modeling doesn't so pay. Creepy. But occasionally he'll get a paid assignment and then that money goes into a trust account for him. So he's able to have a good start when he turns 18 and he can continue a career. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's okay. whatever. First of all, some <sighs> of those pictures were like weird fetish Lolita shit. Did you see the one where he had blue eyelashes on and stuff and, mm. and lipstick and he's pouting? This is all to sexualize him. It's, it's a weird Lolita thing. Second of all, mom is a fat feminist. Like, are, are we going to ignore that one too? No surprise there. I'm shocked. Where's dad? You. She's got Where's more dad? on her. The other thing I wanted to talk about is this GoFundMe account that she has now closed amid the scrutiny of all the child haters. Uh, on the internet, but I, I the only thing I'll say because we've pretty much covered all my reaction to it But when I heard that part of her blaming other people for sexualizing her kid I legitimately threw up and or stood up and threw shit all over the floor and, and, and Sorry, you froze for a second. So you threw okay. me off, but I stood up and I threw shit on the floor. It was that like it was that insane like it was that kind of like grab your head and think like you i don't know it, it was like john McEnroe in my head you could not be serious yelling it as loud as i possibly can you don't get to patrol your kid out on stage like that and have them dance in a sexualized fashion and then blame me oh i know for discussing the sexual nature of it and i need to know where dad is on this one it's a father's job to you know put his foot down when his wife tries to do crazy crap like this well it's interesting you you reference dad because if her now closed GoFundMe is to be believed. I don't think I have to look at an archive because she closed this out amid the scrutiny and it's been up apparently for like a year, but a different version of this, a more recent version of this said dad was out of work too, but she put up this, this mom of Desmond named Wendy Lou put up a GoFundMe just to raise money like generically for the family. Why? Because Wendy Lou is out of work. She says, uh, we've been struggling as a family right now. Wendy Lou has been unemployed for months despite valiant efforts sending out resumes daily and uh, they, are, they, the parents, are having a hard time making ends meet on her husband's salary, his, his since lost salary, I believe. Basic living expenses are a huge challenge, let alone the thought of having no Christmas this year. 
Add to that that the alt-right has recently launched an attack against Wendy Lou, calling her a child abuser, among other things, and calling right. their followers to post on Desi's Facebook page. So, yeah, it's, you know, you got all these posts of people saying, stop sexualizing children, you sick fucks. And, of course, that's an <laughs> alt-right sentiment. That's not just, like, a generic, you know, majority of Americans type sentiment. That's an alt-right sentiment. Uh, she also says this. This this section here just enraged me. It really doesn't help her job search either. Wendy Lou's job search. When prospective employers Google Wendy Lou, it doesn't take too much digging to come across all the negativity that has been spewed at her and the drama that it creates. Well, whose goddamn fault is that? <laughs> Wendy Lou? My head is going to explode. When they Google me, they find this kid who's sexualized at gay bars around the city, and it's hard for me to get a job. Then stop doing it, stop you doing psychopath. It, yeah. Stop making your kid a pawn for your weird agenda and let him be a damn kid. I, I got a kick out of the end of the video yeah. when she said, um, oh, you know, when Desmond's 18, he's going to have money because we put all his money into a trust account. I guarantee either Wendy Lou or Desmond is dead by the time oh, he's yeah. 18 because Desmond will have either overdose. murdered her or yeah. he's going to be dead of a drug overdose. Yeah. And if this becomes some, he goes crazy and murders his parents, we're going to start a GoFundMe for his defense and a team of top-notch lawyers. <laughs> get a, get the ghost of Johnny Cochran on Desmond's <laughs> side. <laughs> Yeah. Desmond did nothing Ooh. wrong. I don't care what he does. His mom is a psychopath who yeah, is Yeah, and let's him. hope that it's that and it's not his suicide or his drug overdose. Yeah. Which it, is it, probably more and likely. It's, it's important perspective. Roaming Millennial was talking about this uh, in a video during, uh, this week that I was watching. I don't want any of this because Desmond's mom wants to make Desmond the victim and say, oh, the alt-right is attacking Desmond or whatever. At no point am I trying to attack the kid. It's about you, Wendy Lou. It's about you and your horrible right. parenting. That's what this is about. Take it yeah. like an adult. And to the extent you put your kid out on the internet for all of us to see, of course I get to react to it. And of course I get to criticize you doing that because yep. you've made the choice as an adult to do it. It's not about Desmond. I hope the best yeah. for Desmond. I think he's being abused. And Ugh. I think a parent's job is to allow their child to go through a series of phases, not let those phases go too far, but to let them turn over. And yeah. you can't do it if the if your your child is in the public eye because there is a record forever for the world to see this There's, is so humiliating if he becomes some normal straight white male in his mid 20s he's not going to be able to find a good woman because she's going to be like that's fucking weird and you come from a fucked up family yeah I, I can see that for sure. Like there's tons of stuff. There's tons of weird stuff I did as a little boy that thank God isn't on social media or whatever, but you just grow out of it. And thank God I had my parents to like, you know, be more or less model people for me to realize exactly. what, what good yeah. behavior looks like and to model myself after it. So yeah, I grew out of tons of weird, stupid crap. And thankfully yeah. my parents had the sense not to broadcast that exactly. all over the world. I know. I know I've said this before, but Brittany Pettibone used to be a tomboy. Brittany yeah. Pettibone most feminine person I've ever met in my life. It's like, you just have to let your kids go through phases, not show the world these weird phases. Hmm. This is so upsetting. Like, I just, I just can't with this family. If it CPS is. is not going to get involved in this, like, what are, what are they doing? I, I, I still would like clarification on why what happened at the New York bar is even legal. Why yeah. is a child performing on stage at an alcohol, alcohol serving institution even legal. It must be some technicality about the child being a performer and not a bar patron. That would be my guess, but I don't. What? I, I'm guessing. I, I just, I, that's my guess. Why do take they have it, a weird no a cell phone policy? Yeah. Good question. Another good question. 
I wanted to talk <sighs> about some odds and ends of this uh, Patreon call, if you'll entertain me in that. Uh, yeah, sure. Did, um, did you have any thoughts about it before I go through what I wanted to talk about? Because we haven't spoken about it at length, but I, I, if you had anything you wanted to share about it, go for it. No, let's get into it. Okay. So the first thing I wanted to... Uh, I didn't discuss this in the video that I made because it didn't really fit, but I thought this was fascinating. And if you haven't seen, I had a 30-minute call with Jacqueline Hart from Patreon. They came to me. They wanted to have the call. It was never agreed on that I would not be able to record this call. But as soon as I got on the call, Jacqueline Hart is like, oh, we're not recording, by the way. We agree that we're not recording. It's like, okay. Well, I have a transcript of the call, and you can read what was said on this, and it is every bit as bad as everyone would have predicted it would be, which is obviously why she didn't want a recording of this call. Right. Definitely. Oh, and go- V and Sargon did a theatrical reading of it that is so funny. <laughs> if, yeah, if you don't want to read it yourself and you'd rather be entertained while getting every word in the transcript, go listen to Sargon and V's rereading. It's but some right. finer points of this discussion that I didn't discuss in video that are pieces of the transcript. Uh, Jacqueline Hart was tuning into our live stream on Wednesday. She just volunteered this information to me. Oh, I was, was that- tuning into your stream and uh, I heard you talking about this and that. And that's th- that's a good idea. So anyway, if Jacqueline's tuning in tonight, thanks for supporting the show. But yeah. no thanks for deleting a lot of our livelihood. <laughs> I know. And that's- sorry that I called Jack. Conti and undescended testicle freak. I believe that was Wednesday. That's a bad time for the internet to, to. Oh, there we go. The internet had a hiccup, but I believe you called him an undescended testicle freakazoid for clarification. Is that hate speech to get me banned? Find out next. Although I'm not banned on Patreon just yet. Uh, she also mentioned listening to Joe Rogan talk about the Patreon debacle with Gad Sad. I heard him talking about it, but maybe there was more. Uh, I think there's two ways to interpret this. One, that they're genuinely looking for feedback, or two, that they're terrified and in damage control mode, terrified of what people are saying about Patreon, especially in the YouTube circle. Um, but a few questions I had about what happened here that I didn't get to explore in video. Maybe you have a, 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 some thinking on this. Because remember, I didn't go bang down the door at Patreon to get them to talk to me. They came to me. Somebody right. at Patreon was like, yeah, let's go talk to Matt Christensen. You know, the guy whose livelihood has been chopped in half and sure, assuredly will cover for our, our bullshit and not inform his audience of what's going on around here. Let's go talk to that guy. Let's walk right. into that buzzsaw. Why did they, I, I, why why did they I choose you? I mean, I think they also talked to, to Tim Pool unsolicited, right? No, he went to them as far as I understand. Who he banged down their to? door. I think they went to Nuance Bro. But I'm not well, sure. I don't know very much about Nuance, bro, but you and Tim Poole, um, you're center right. He's center left. You're both very level-headed. You take a level-headed approach to things. You're both very honest. You have a good reputation. I mean, they didn't come to me for obvious reasons. But if, but if that's true, if I grant those premises that I have a good reputation or whatever, that's a, that's a point against them. It's like, why would you think I'm on your team when you just drove my livelihood off a cliff? Why would I um, stick because up for they you? can't ban you outright? Uh, I don't. I don't think you've said anything super controversial. Like if you got banned, it would be, be because of your association with me. Yeah, um, which I'm so. I wonder if they were trying to protect their relationship with you yeah. or find a reason to ban you because they know it would create public outrage. I'm just fascinated that apparently there was some decision or conversation at Patreon where they were picking people and I was selected. So you know. Take your take any speculation yeah. about why that was the case. Uh, I got a lot of messages, a lot of comments, a lot of tweets about the law and the ethics of what exactly happened. Now, 
for legal reasons, obviously, I can't say anything about the law. All I can say is everything I said in the video about the process here. I made a transcript, and if you have allegations that I did something illegal, go ahead and prove it. I'd like to see you do that. Beyond that, though, I invite Patreon to come after me with legal action. That'll be <laughs> fantastic PR for you. You want to yeah. drive? You want to kill your business even more than you already are? Come at me with legal action. Go for oh, it. Oh God, that would be that would be kind of fantastic because what's you know I, I don't think that anything would even happen to you, uh, but it would just be terrible PR, hmm. just terrible PR for them. And about the ethics, um, was there? There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of people who are particularly fixated. I shouldn't say a lot. It's a sliver. A, a small segment of people who are very fixated on an eth a supposed ethical breach that I made. Now, admittedly, to a very slight degree, what I said did mislead Jacqueline Hart into believing there would not be a record of this conversation for people to consume and decide for themselves the meaning of these things. To the small people, a small amount of people who are mad about that, uh, I all I can say is you have to ask yourself if the truth revealed outweighs the small ethical breach. And in this case, for consumers, I believe it clearly does. I'm willing to grant that there's a small ethical breach there, that I did do that, that it, that at some level there's a little bit of deception, although at no point did I lie. There was there's no lies anywhere in there. Yeah. But you got but for people who are out my ass about that. Would you rather be in the dark? Do you want a tiny ethical breach or would you rather be in the dark about all this stuff? Because it's a lot of information that we otherwise wouldn't have. Keep in mind, uh, and if you're going to talk about you know, ethics breaches and stuff like that, Patreon did not uh, ask me to, or did not tell me not to record until the call was already underway. It was not an agreement that was made prior to the call. I didn't agree with them no no record of this will be made whatsoever. I won't talk about it. There's no NDA. There's nothing I breached. They got on the call with me without preconditions and said, you're not going to do this, right? Well, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Here's, here's what's going to happen. Um, and, and while we're talking about ethics, uh, the question, if you're going to question the ethics of me, I think you have to question the ethics of or just ask the question, why would Patreon want to give me information, but not you? Why We're both consumers, like the audience and myself. We're both consumers of Patreon's product. Why would they want to give me information, but not you? What business, whenever you call a business, you hear that uh, on the line, um, we're recording for quality control purposes. Right. That's because they want a record. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if Patreon itself wasn't recording to, for themselves to have a record of this conversation. I hope they did. I hope they did record it. But you, ha you must ask yourself, why would Patreon want to tell Matt stuff but not you? What is it that they're hiding? Um, because if they banned me, you're saying me like me specifically. Oh, I mean, no, I mean the, like the audience generally, the consumer oh, okay. base generally, Fine. not you specifically. Um, but I mean, I, I do think that they came to you because of your centrist approach. I thought, I think that maybe they thought that you could smooth things over within the community. Hmm. I, I think that that might be if it. that is if that's what's going on, it would appear that their strategy was let's see if we can appease Matt while keeping him hush hush about all the information we're going to give him. I don't think that that's necessarily ethical. I think that's special treatment for certain people. Let's do this strategically so that he'll be our pawn to help out our business interest. I don't think that that's, that's right. a fair treatment of the broader consumer base. As far as the general public is concerned, um, if I'm being totally honest, I didn't really learn anything 
new. You can tell just by their treatment of different content creators that they were operating from purely subjective criteria. I should say I that. It is confirmation of what you suspected or believed right. to be true. But it's yeah. nice to hear because yeah. every once in a while you're like, am I being fucking gaslit? Like, what is happening yeah. here? So it's nice to hear that this is that it is truly, you know, a, a, a case by case basis, um, which was it's off the cuff. We yeah. make it up off the cuff. And yeah. it's, you know, the subjective judgment of our diverse team, our rainbow coalition of yeah. overweight, gender fluid, whoever people <laughs> have who definitely have a diverse opinion. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I bet. <laughs> it's okay. so bad. I mean, you know, she's watching. Yeah. Hi, Jacqueline. Hope you have a hey. Merry Christmas. I feel bad that yours might suck, but you know, you made a lot of people's yeah. Christmases suck. So too bad for you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, losing 40% of your income. What a disaster. I was just watching my Patreon just bleed out this month and it's been, you know, it's been kind of scary. We've been on this platform for what? Two and a half years now. Yeah. Well, two, for me, it's been two years and the podcast Patreon predates my personal. So it's been like two and a half. Yeah, you're right. Uh, my personal predates the podcast, so I might have been. I'm, I think I started Patreon right when I started my channel, almost three mm. years ago. Um, it's going to be hard to let go of, but I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to have oh, to. Oh, yeah, and thank you for reminding me of that. As of now, because as I said in the video, it seems clear to me that I have to walk away from Patreon. I'm trying to figure right. out a strategy. My I mean, they're going to ban you if you don't <laughs> do it. My anyway. goal, if I don't get banned by like the new year, by the time they all get back to their San Francisco offices and catch up with what's been going on, yeah. you know, on my channel and stuff. If I don't get banned early, my plan would be to walk away from Patreon in January. That is to say prior to February 1st, because I want to give everybody who's supporting me over there enough time to have an alternative, to know what's going on and all that. And also to be plainly honest, I have to make this as smooth of a financial transition for myself as I can. I'm not a dummy. I've planned for a rainy day, but I, it's, it's still reckless for someone like me who's not big time rich guy to just chop off my income or a significant right. portion of it immediately. So tentatively, for people that are curious, that is my goal, to have some alternative plan in place and walk away from Patreon in January. That's Yeah, my yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, I think I'll probably end up doing the same thing. But part of me wants me to take up their resources in time. They'll have to do an investigation of my channel. <laughs> you you want to get banned is what you're saying. And, yeah, I mean, I want to get banned. When I got banned from Twitter, it was just so good for my channel. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was the PR was boost. fantastic. Yeah, and so I want to take their resources. I want them to ban me. I want there to be public outrage. Um, yeah. So I kind of want to make them do it. Uh, at, some, at some point in the near future, it's not going to matter anyway because I'm just bleeding subscribers. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the reality is... Uh, I, I don't have that much of a choice too, because people are bailing. And, and by the way, I support you in bailing. I, I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. We're not judging. Mad you at you yeah. at all for that. I support you in doing it. Part of the part of what you're doing too is forcing me to find another place to to um, to build a livelihood again. Um, but but the last thing I wanted to say before we close out on this topic and about the legal and ethical implications. Bottom line for anyone who's curious about that stuff. It, uh, uh, is there legal or are there legal and ethical implications to what I did? Yes, I will freely admit that. But the, um, I would say that these risks, these legal and ethical risks uh, and compromises, I view as justified in order to bring about a truth that is, um, that's relevant to all of us as Patreon consumers. So if you're one of those people that thinks I did a bad thing, I guess uh, consider, you know, consider the gain versus the breach, the ethical breach. And I hope that... You'll consider the gain worth the sacrifice. Anyway, 
Um, I had more in here, but maybe it's kind of cheesy. I had, I said I was going to move on. You want to move on or you want to hear my sappy story about Patreon? Um, let's hear your sappy story about Patreon. Okay. I did write this in here because, um, there's been so much negativity about Patreon. Patreon has been just shit on by everybody in this circle and deservedly so. But if I could talk to Jack right now, if I, if I had Jack Conti on this stream, I mean, I'd talk about all the things Jacqueline and I talked about, but one thing that I will say to Patreon, if they're listening, cause we know they are, um, I wish Jack could hear me talk about how positive Patreon has been uh, and what it's done for my life. When I think about this, it fundamentally changed my life for the better. It helped me make my own career doing this, helps me build my own livelihood. Not only that, it has been the, the origin of a lot of meaningful friendships in my life. I have good, good friends who I have met through Patreon now. And not only that, the woman I intend to marry, I met through Patreon. Oh, and, and I'll never forget that. Is. I'll never forget that. And I think that's really amazing. And I wish I could say to Jack, I want you to know how valuable your commodity is, how valuable your website is, how valuable your service is, how much it changed my life. And it could have continued and made my life so much better on an ongoing basis if you could have just not meddled, if you could have just yeah decided to enable and elevate my life instead of meddle in it and so if jack conti ever hears this be people's wingman dude you were great at that be the wingman and don't be the babysitter don't be the parent yep exactly. you you did amazing things for my life and i try to keep that in perspective but now you're trying to control it so i have to walk away you know what i mean uh live chat's going crazy matt's straight I know <laughs> of all the revelations of the, uh, of the, of the Patreon call debacle. Um, but yeah, Patreon has fundamentally changed my life for the better. And, and Jack, you could, you could keep that up and I wish you would, but he's not gonna. Nope. Mm. Okay. Gosh, we're for like 45 minutes through the show already. Uh, let's take a break before we hop into some political news. Sure, let me reload this page and see if it crashes our stream. It might. It's taking a while. Hey, I got uh, Streamlabs, but I got to reload too. Um, this is why everybody tunes in. Just okay, fill in okay. time. I got, it, I got, I got mine it. as well. Don Lemon's lesbian identical twin sister says, here, have some sterling for eggnog and mince pies this Yuletide season. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Super wrong thing. Here's a little Christmas cheer your way. Remember that even though Blonde brings in 70% of the audience, you should only get 70% of the proceeds. Have an awesome Christmas. Yeah, we, we'll have to negotiate that in next year's contract. Um, he said, I meant to say 70 cents on the dollar. Oh. Damn it. Equal pay around here is bullshit. We need to get, get with the patriarchy. <laughs> Matt F says, Merry Christmas to the most problematic podcast duo uh, to ever come down my chimney. And no, this is not the beginning of a Matt and I once made love joke. Excellent. That's thank pretty you. pretty gay, but thank you. Dakota Stanton, Matt, I sure hope you don't get into legal trouble. You got some huge balls, man. I mean, I might, I might, but I, as I mentioned, one, Patreon would be suicidal to try it. But even if it was a different actor, like if a state actor came after me, uh, in my state, um, well, I, 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 I'm going to be very careful about anything I say legally here. I'm just going to say that I believe the penalty for me, if anything were to happen, is pretty minimal and people would raise a uh I, i'm confident i'd be able to raise uh, money for a, a quality legal defense oh yeah if something like that happened but 
again, I didn't do shit, and you're invited to prove that I did, because I don't think you can. Uh, Jason Barsamian says, HP Lovecraft cat name, Google it. What? I can I do can't that. Google anything, because my computer will explode if I do that. HP Lovecraft cat name. On Lovecraft's cat. Oh, he had a cat named N-Word Man, but it's the actual <laughs> N-Word. All right. I-B-B-O-T-B-N. Uh, Merry Christmas, money grabbers. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Merry uh, Christmas. We are dirty money grabbers. John Martin says, insert usual praise and admiration here. <laughs> well, thank you. We love that. Steel Rain, wishing you both a Merry Christmas. Also, since Patreon watches the live streams, I would like to send them a big fuck you. Thank you, Steel Rain. And fuck you. Seconded. Uh, big LC, Matt and I once made love on Christmas. He jingled my bells with his red-nosed reindeer, then I decked his hall, and a white Christmas was had by all. Excellent. Good. Jeez. There's not a lot of snow around here this year. It's not the whitest of Christmases. So I'm glad to hear that uh, it worked out well for somebody. I don't even yeah. know what I'm talking about. Keep going. First son of man. Blonde is a smart girl and has a sweet butt. Matt is gay. Merry Christmas. 3010 <laughs> YouTube censors hardcore. The joke's on you. you. Blonde doesn't have a butt. I don't have a butt. I'm a floating torso. I have arms. Yeah. Nobody's ever seen my body. Yeah. Um, a bomb dropped on me. Matt and I once made love. There's no recording of it, but Matt transcribed it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, good, I liked good. that one. Keaton Matthews. Ma uh, me and Matt once made love censored by Tumblr. Oh, yeah. I guess we never talked about that. Oh, because they don't allow porn on there anymore? Or what was the deal? Yeah. I forget. Or they, Something like I, that. I can't remember. I, I'm not a great Tumblr mind. You'll be shocked to learn. Um, until I read that article, I, I did not know that Tumblr was still a thing. I thought it was over like long ago, gone the way yeah, of Vine or just, something. Yeah, yeah. Kai Cooper, it is Kai, right? We had this conversation, Kai. No, um, it's Cy, C-Y, right? No, I think I said Cy. No, it's Cy. C-Y is Cy. Oh. oh, okay, fine. Cy Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> I'll forget that to memory. Yeah. Here's some Christmas chuckles for you. I wish I could watch live. Don't know it. Uh, you're a James Bond. Don't know if, you, if you're a James Bond fan. But there's hmm. currently talk the next Bond could be a tranny. SJWs ruin everything. I don't believe I thought the controversy was it was going to be a black guy. And everyone was up in arms about that. What, Idris Elba or whatever? Yeah, wasn't, uh, wasn't that a controversy? But now it's a tranny. Is it a black tranny or a white tranny? That's what really matters. It's R2 Dindu. Oh, I, well, I'd watch that movie. Yeah, who wouldn't? Yeah. <laughs> Timothy F. Third year in a row, I missed Christmas, New Year's episode. That's okay, dude. You can watch it later. Uh... I would Dotard. hope people have better things to do on a, the Sunday night before Christmas yeah, really. than watch this stream, but we don't. So, <laughs> so we're happy to have everyone who is here. I know it's supposed to be Dotard, but I like Dotard better. Yeah, Dotard, Blormf. Matt, your sweater is sweet and blonde. You're gorgeous as always. Merry Christmas, guys. Thank you. It's my what does it Home say? Alone. It's Buzz, your girlfriend, woof. It's the Home Alone <laughs> reference is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Beaner I had it last year, though, so I'm just I'm recycling. Did you? I, I don't remember. Yeah. I, this is Beaner8127. I emailed you a link about the Massachusetts judge who released a convicted illegal through the back door of her office before ICE can deport him. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, my God. Is that out. true? Uh, Iyama Fago. Matt, you really killed it with the Patreon call. Everyone and their mother is talking about it, even channels that have nothing to do with politics. Anyway, Merry Christmas to both of you. Yep. Uh, I uh, knew it would go viral. Thanks for um, supporting the... Uh, the channel and thanks to everybody who's, who's sending that around too I've, I've seen a lot of reaction it's been a, a useful tool for a lot of people who are on patreon and don't get this information because patreon doesn't really 
explain this stuff to you freely. So I'm glad that people are able to find um, useful purpose for that transcript. Man, huge balls, huge balls. <laughs> oh, am I, I am being praised for my huge balls by you. This is a, this yeah, is a historic this, moment this in the show. Really, uh, really surprised me. Hmm. Not that I was surprised that, you know, you would have such huge balls, but this is a real power move. When the the teacher, wait, when the student becomes the teacher, that, that's what's happened here. <laughs> this is uh, like the yeah. This is the purpose of the show. You've been slowly. I know. I know. Edging me towards this type of performance this whole time. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, Nala um, Black. Yeah. First, no, sorry, sorry. If you were gonna. No, 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 no. I've talked. I was gonna talk more about more Patreon stuff. We talked it to death. So keep going. Okay. Nala Black. First time I ever gave you guys money. I made Blonde tell the worst Matt and I made love joke ever. To make up for it, you guys can just have this $10. Keep up the good work. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> Yukon, it. Yukon, Don, Merry Christmas, and all the very best in the new year. You as well, sir. Uh, Carter Fortuin. Fortuin? Fortuin? I never did the crowdfunding on principle of market competition. I look forward to hmm. supporting y'all with whatever comes uh, to take down Patreon. Thank you. Well, thanks. And and I will, yeah, I, I, that's an important update on what we said about leaving Patreon. Um, I will definitely, I, I'll link all options in the descriptions of all videos, and I'll mention them as we make new ones. So we'll try to keep people posted on what options are available. Unfortunately for right now, it's like this weird limbo where Subscribestar is still not accepting new signups. I know. Patreon is, of course, not an option. PayPal is behind the banning at Subscribestar. Basically, the, the options aren't great right now, but stuff's coming. Stuff will come eventually, yeah. Uh, let's do a few more because we're going to be backed up at the end of the show if we don't. Um, Tom Trabu, I used to think that Santa wasn't real, but now I realize that he just shaved, lost some weight, and makes sociopolitical commentary on YouTube with a blonde <laughs> chick. Merry Christmas, y'all. Ain't that the truth? Well, thanks. Um, oh, my gosh. I just spilled water all over myself. That was... That was really graceful. Uh, Patrick Gunnels, Blonde, you mentioned that Bitcoin is bad for donations because it's anonymous. Bitbacker is a Patreon-like site powered by crypto that gives patrons the ability to do it publicly. You should join. Oh, cool. That sounds awesome. Really? That does sound awesome. Hmm. Yes, I don't like getting donations where I can't personally thank the person. I know. It yeah, it does. It Really yeah. shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Skalicki, the transcript was brilliant. You, sir, are a steely-eyed, stone-cold ball of steel, glorious <laughs> bastard, and blonde go by I appreciate everybody's kind words, but I talked to, you know, San Francisco progressives on the phone. Like I'm not, <laughs> let's keep things in perspective here yeah, about yeah. what real courage is. That's, uh, you know, yeah. that's and not you have to keep in mind, think, but... we've had some run-ins with people like this before. Um, and these San Francisco, like limp wristed baggots, like you could push them over with a feather and they'll throw all their lawyer yeah. shit at you. But at the end of the day, like all these people are just pussies. You have to be I, a real pussy to not, to not believe in free speech because you're afraid of arguments. You're afraid yeah. of words. How strong a person could these people really be? I know that Jeff has personally done far more courageous things in his life. So uh, Merry Christmas, Jeff. Skull Vikings. It was a good game. And, uh, yeah. I'll just do two more right now. This is Emma Peterson. Merry Christmas to you both. Hope you all have fun and take the time to relax. I wish I could stay to watch, but I work tomorrow. I've been with Whoa. you guys since 2016. And I'm trying to get my parents to watch too. That's so great. Cool. Thank you, Emma. Merry you Christmas. Name too. Um, and last one for right now, and I'll circle back for all the rest of you folks, is from Frank Underwood. Just watch the beheading video oof, of the Norwegian and Danish girls in Morocco. Our mainstream media and politicians Ooh. have not mentioned the beheading part. It's important that people see for themselves what's at stake. And then he linked it. it. I haven't watched it. I'm not going to. After the ISIS beheading videos of 
what 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 year was that? Two thousand and there yeah, that was circa like twenty fourteen, maybe. After that, I was like, I'm not watching and once you see something like that one time, you're like, yeah. I get I saw gist. some reporting that said the women died of cuts to their necks. No, they were they were fully yeah. It was no, it was cuts to their necks and it had nothing to do with uh, the um, religion of peace. I mean, yeah, nobody should be going sorry go ahead I, I oh we had a weird disconnection i was gonna i was gonna clarify it's cut it was cuts to their necks that were totally unrelated to the religion of peace that was right. the right right official reporting um i think that th this is just gonna take a second and then we'll move on but i think that one of the big problems here is that girls especially white girls from these european countries their parents are multicultural leftist elitists who are like there's no evil in the world and so they send these girls out on these journeys thinking that they're going to find good people wherever they go, that they're going to be safe wherever they go. Um, you can't do that. You have to instill in your children a healthy fear of violent cultures and Islamic nations. Nobody should be going to any Muslim countries for any reason. I don't know why anybody would do this. Um, not that they deserved it, but, you know, this is not totally unexpected, is it? Hmm. All right. I got a few over on uh, Streamlabs. Your favorite guy, Dildo Swaggin, says Merry Christmas, Matt and Blonde. And everyone else who, listen, who is listening, I actually don't know if it's a guy. I shouldn't assume. But uh, I love each and every one of you cock-smoking faggots. That's probably a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Merry Christmas. Uh, Adam says regarding the uh, Amazon fake package, apparently he could be sued for damage to their vehicle, which is crazy. What? They're stealing stuff, though. If somebody steals a bomb, uh, I should be able to... to uh, uh, if, if somebody steals a bomb, I should be able to detonate it and whoops. Um, yeah, I guess there are interesting questions there about how far that you're you're able to go. I guess I hadn't thought of that angle, but I would not be in favor of that guy being charged or punished for damage to the thief's property. But uh, some things to think about. Uh, Brandon Sarah, the BS prophet has a, a three-parter here. I've been watching your guys' podcasts and individual videos for about a year about for about a year now about six months ago my husband joined in and now you guys uh grace our television twice every week we greatly appreciate uh all the commentary and want to share some love our first prophecy uh <laughs> matt and jacqueline once made love but matt became discouraged by her inability to differentiate between screwing sargon with his tier one big thing <laughs> and matt's tier two little thing obviously matt can't commit so he uh so he considered it says one of three. Oh, here's the three. So he considered pulling out early, but in doing so voluntarily, he missed out on a climactic class action lawsuit where creators get their chance to fuck Patreon. Oh, and I promise not to uh, fangirl too hard if, we ever are, if we're ever lucky enough to see you uh, around town blonde. Oh, maybe people in your part in neck of the woods. Really cool. But thanks for tuning in, guys. That's and so blonde, awesome. blonde needs friends, so email her. You know, Maybe you can hang out in real life. Who knows? I'm doing okay. I got like three. Well, Brittany Pettibone's a big get. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. She counts for like 10 normal people. <laughs> Smiling Archer says, hey, Matt, I appreciate it if you open the page and read the linked quote from C.S. Lewis. I can't directly from um, from Streamlabs. Let's try it. If it's brief, I'll give it a go. Uh, it's it's a, I can't read this long of a quote, dude. It's uh, It's just too long for me to read, but I appreciate it. The, uh, the sentiment. Uh, Snarpsta said, my disappointment is immeasurable, but my day is ruined because Blonde isn't wearing an ugly Christmas sweater. Merry Christmas and thank you for creating my sanity safe space every Sunday this year. Will there be a Sunday show next Sunday? There will. Yeah, we'll be here on New Year's Eve Eve. 
right? We, yeah, but we're out yeah. on Wednesday, which is the day after Christmas. Right? Oh, yeah. Did I forget to mention that at the top of the show? I probably did. I think so. Yeah, yeah no call-in show uh, this week. But uh, we will be back the first uh, Wednesday in January. Andel says, great video yesterday, Matt. I hope uh, big things in 2018 for both of you. Uh, or I hope things in 2018 get better for both of you and all of us. And I hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. You as well. Just a couple more. Uh, Ditkos or Ditkus answer. Looking forward to getting the troops out of Afghanistan. I don't have a problem with war, but I don't see the point of fighting. Uh, fighting one we have no intention of winning. U.S. government should follow Powell doctrine. Closer, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. You as well. Xander, happy holla. I mean, Merry Christmas. I work tonight, uh, so I can't get drunk and watch like I usually do, but have a great Christmas. You as well. Uh, Cameron, Matt, you should get uh, on the Dick Show. Love you, uh, both of you guys' content, and he's another guy. Uh, or And here's to another year of the podcast. Well, thank you. I did. Uh, Didn't Dick, we go on the Dick Show? No, I think he, you had planned to once, but then it didn't pan out. And then Dick Masterson did invite me on Twitter yesterday, and I told him to, to email me so I could keep track of it. Um, but I did not get an email. But it might be a radio guy. I don't know. But I told him to email me, and I haven't seen the email. But, but it might be buried in my email inbox right now because it's chaos. So it's possible. Thanks for tuning in. Last one for now. Redicus, Matt, you are their product that they are selling and they want to keep you happy and hoped that the extended hand would play out better. Plus what is this undercover or plus what is this? Over, sorry. Plus what is the under over on Desmond's mother pushing the transgenderism on him uh, to have their, uh, how do you say this word? Munchen or Munchausen, Munchausen, please. What's, what yeah. does that term mean? That's a disease where the mother gets attention by making her child sick um so oh. they'll injure their child or make or you know like give them something that they know will make them sick and then take them yeah. to the hospital yeah yeah this maybe there's there's something munchausen's maybe, by proxy yeah maybe that's what's going on here who knows yeah yeah this is an attention thing um i'll be quick with all these like serious actual political stories i don't know how much interest you have in them it's not that i don't have interest but you know it's freaking christmas dude i don't want to I don't want to get too nope. deep in the woods. This is Island Blonde. I don't give a shit about any of this. except for Island Blonde? Yeah. What island? I'm in just Hawaii. A, oh, I didn't know if I could share or not. Oh, yeah. It was just yeah. a remote location. I went scuba diving with sea turtles yesterday. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> Which is why we shouldn't have to care about all these political news, all this political news. But yeah, Do, uh, unless you want to share a quick story about the turtles, how cool was it? Oh, no. Did I say scuba diving? No, I went snorkeling. Snorkeling. Oh, it was just okay. amazing. I've never gone snorkeling before. It was like an entire unseen world I had never experienced. And I saw this sea turtle and it was doing corkscrews around me. It was just like fucking amazing. I couldn't mm. even believe it. So I'm in a great mood today. <laughs> well, uh, Donald Trump and, um, and Mad Dog Mattis are probably not in great uh, moods today because he is That's on good. the way out. That's good work. Yeah. Uh, Mattis announced his resignation, uh, De uh, Defense Secretary Mattis, of course, announced his resignation Thursday, saying Trump de deserves a, a defense secretary whose views are more aligned with his own. This happens after uh, Trump plans to withdraw troops in Syria and Afghanistan. Mattis had planned to leave by the end of February, but in a tweet on Sunday, Trump says he's out January 1st to, re to be replaced by Deputy Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan. Um, I don't have, uh, personally, I don't have much of a problem with the plans to withdraw in Syria and Afghanistan. No, I think uh, it's fantastic. I mean, but things must be really bad in there if he is going to leave a month early, one month earlier. It's like, 
Well, Trump is making him, I guess. Trump yeah, is like, I know. screw but, you, but dude. Yeah. Imagine how two bad months, actually. Two months early. have to be. Oh, yeah, I guess. It yeah, because it's end of February. End of February. Um, I mean, that's still not a very long time. They must be having serious interpersonal conflict. But on this one, uh, you know, I'm, I'm totally with Trump. I don't know what we're doing in Syria. Mission is completed. Um, and in Afghanistan, I mean, it's just never ending. So yeah. good for Trump. It almost distracted me from all the crazy wall bullshit these last few weeks. Not quite. Not quite. Uh, but, but yeah, that's fine. I, I'm actually fine with this. Although all the, the turnover makes me uneasy. That's what makes me a little worried. It's like at some point, the fact that nobody is maintaining their jobs at the white house means that it's, it's not that you can't be good at your job, fresh on the job, but it's harder to be, you know, yeah. so few people there have a lot of experience in the jobs that they're working. It's hard for me to believe that everybody's doing a top quality job if everybody's being replaced, you know, like a turnstile or something like that. Exactly. So yeah. uh, I'm, I am wary of that. And I, I hope that the White House finds a little bit more stability, but I don't necessarily have a huge problem with the policy that led to this taking place. Um, that said, I'm not the greatest like politics of Afghanistan mind, politics of Syria mind. Generally speaking, I, like a lot of people, am weary of fighting for countries overseas fighting to build nations in uh, particularly the Middle East or, you know, South. Uh, what, what is Afghanistan technically? Is that considered it's on the Asia? It's considered in Asia, yes. not the Middle East. But you get what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm very weary of nation building in the Islamic world, generally speaking. And I, I right. prefer not to be doing that. Yeah. Democracy. It's not for everybody. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is one of the I, I wouldn't call it a lie. Maybe a lie is the wrong word. But what was it that George W. Bush said? said back in the day it was like every human heart yearns for freedom or something like that i don't think no. that's true you're no, a low iq muslim country i don't think democracy is for you and yeah well it's not just that it's it, it's it's demonstrable that they don't want it you know right. what i mean it's not just that like that they that they can't or something like that they don't want it that is not the system they want to operate with so i'm tired of trying to force that uh you know that square peg into the round hole that kind of thing um, have we wrapped up the Mattis story? Yeah, did, yeah. Did we skip one? Did we skip over a... Oh, crap. I forgot about Malcolm Nance. You're right. We'll get to him after that because Malcolm Nance has all the politics of the world figured out. Thank you for reminding me because that clip is fantastic. Let's get through, in, just in co spirit of continuity here, let's get through the the Trump and kind of White House news first, though. So the stock market uh, for December has had a pretty rough uh, time. So that's the other piece of bad news for the president. Uh, stocks plummeted again on Friday. The Dow fell more than 400 points with concerns about uh, China trade talks reportedly weighing on investors. This marks the worst December stock market performance since the Great Depression. The Dow ha uh, has lost more than 1,200 points over the last three days. Uh that doesn't necessarily mean recession or dire employment consequences are, are happening soon, but it's not a good sign. And I guess the reason I tie eh. this to Trump specifically, in addition to investors, I guess, citing his trade policies and his tariff policies with China, is the fact that the economy is and will be Trump's number one selling point, even above border wall right. and immigration stuff. If, if he yeah. loses this part of his uh, political selling points, he's in real trouble. That being said, I've never thought that it, it holds much water because the stock market is a house of cards anyway. Um, so mm. I was kind of hoping that he wouldn't use the stock market specifically as the selling point for his reelection. Although we all know that that's what he's going to do along with unemployment. Yeah. Um, this doesn't really bother me. I don't, I don't care too much. It's going to have to be more sustained for us to think it's like a, you know, at some kind of crisis level or something, but it's, it has not been a good month, you know, and it has not been a good month for a president who 
likes to sell himself on this basis. He likes to sell himself on all-time right. highs and economic prosperity and economic stability. He loses this. He's get he's going to be in some political trouble. So you have that in combination with the you know pissing off gun rights people, uh, or at least a certain segment of them. We've talked about this previously, but officially this week, Trump made uh, some executive action officially banning bump stocks, the devices used at the Las Vegas shooting, and literally no other shooting ever, basically. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, I, I, I can't think of another one. I right? searched for murder with bump stocks pretty thoroughly before I couldn't find an example outside of Las Vegas. Maybe they're out there. But uh, this law, I shouldn't say law, this rule from the ATF, this executive action from the president takes effect in 90 days, at which point bump stocks will be illegal to possess. There is no grandfathering for bump stocks already out there. So even though the ATF has said for a decade or more that these things are legal and under current federal, uh, have said that they're legal under current federal law, the same federal law that exists now, now the president says, no, they're not legal. So I guess they're not. Bump stocks must be turned into law enforcement or destroyed thoroughly. The ATF has released a guide on how to destroy your bump stock to their satisfaction. Uh, and another question, too, that we've been wondering is what will happen what, if you have a bump stock? What is that? What is the punishment? What's the what does the actual crime look like legally now? A bump stock just if you have one, it's not even attached to a gun. You just have the plastic bump stock sitting around. That is what? now treated as a machine gun. So, Are you serious if you just have a bump stock and no corresponding gun? Yeah, it's, it's, if you just have it in your possession. That is so asinine. Possessing a bump stock, period, is now equivalent to illegally possessing a machine gun, a felony subject to fines of up to 10 years, or subject to fines and up to 10 years in prison. Wow. So... To be clear, there are multiple bullshit things about this, but two primary. First, classifying a piece of plastic as a machine gun. Um, it, it's, it, even if it's attached to a semi-automatic firearm, that's still not a machine gun. Because keep in mind, under federal law, a machine gun fires multiple rounds per right. single function of the trigger. That's not what a bump stock does. Uh, so it's not a machine gun under federal law at all that's that's bullshit point number one point two government confiscation of property without compensation maybe you're not a gun person but just think of this in the concept uh in the context of any other consumer good the government decides tomorrow your car or your bike are illegal you must destroy them to the government's satisfaction or risk right. felony for owning it okay i don't think anybody yeah. would really be comfortable with that precedent i think there's some constitutional implications there I think just, this is horseshit, but I can see why he's doing this. And I don't think it's going to go much further than this during his presidency. He's thinking it's an inexpensive piece of plastic so we can do this avoiding compensation so it'll be really low cost. Um, and that we can give one affecting well, gun owners because out. typically bump stocks. I don't even know what a bump stock was until the... Uh, Pick up the in the connection. Stop. Ah, damn it. How much of that right, did you keep get? going now you're now the video got all weird too it's like it, it's like the color changed or something but we'll carry on well how much that did you get it, it stopped like halfway through you were talking about mm -hmm. how this is a political move um it is a political move he, he thinks it would be low cost because it, it's a cheap piece of plastic i mean how much do bump stocks really cost probably nothing to manufacture they're about 100 bucks usually oh really that's yeah. more than than i would expect but it's not yeah, like it's, a piece i mean of land 50 to 100 bucks yeah 
Um, and he's giving one to the left without really affecting gun owners' rights. Um, my concern about this is that it's go going to go further. That that's really the heart of my concern. I don't think Trump will do it. To your point, I'd be surprised. But I do think that it, the activists will use it as a basis to go after more things. I mean, David Hogg, as we said, already took credit for this sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> as far as the as far as how this is going to go, the ATF estimates there are up to five hundred thousand bump stocks across the country currently. Uh, how many do you think are going to be destroyed or turned in? Well, recall in states, as I did a video on this earlier, and I kind of surveyed these states, states where this has already been tried, effectively nobody is turning them in. Maybe they're destroying yeah. them. I don't know. But nobody's turning them in. It's like single-digit numbers in states that have said, bring, us, bring the bump stocks down to the police station and turn them in. Nobody's doing that. Um, if you have a bump stock and you're worried about this, don't destroy it just yet. Uh, for a couple of reasons. One, because the law doesn't go into effect or the rule doesn't go into effect until at least March, but possibly longer if lawsuits that have been filed are successful. Um, this lawsuit, uh, there's a lawsuit out there from a guy named Damien, I don't know how to say his last name, Guidis, Guidis, we'll go, we'll go with that. Guidis? Uh, Guidis, something like that. Damien Guidis and the uh, Firearms Policy Coalition, the Firearms Policy Foundation, and the Madison Society Foundation, they have a uh, lawsuit filed against the ATF seeking a preliminary injunction against this executive action, arguing that a bump stock does not meet the legal definition of machine gun because it doesn't. In another angle, they're also challenging acting Attorney General Matt Whitaker's authority to issue and enforce these regulations without being confirmed by the Senate. So they're kind of hijacking that lefty, that lefty point against the AG that he's not legitimate until he's confirmed by the Senate, the acting AG, that is. That said, Trump already nominated his AG replacement. So, you know, this is really temporary. That guy will probably get confirmed in the Republican Senate. He's a former AG, uncontroversial. But... There is that. And their case that the bump stock is not a machine gun is quite sound. So if they get that injunction, you'll be fine. Maybe the ruling will even go in your favor. Reportedly, the Gun Owners of America has also filed suit uh, arguing much the same thing or plans to file suit arguing much the same thing. You notice who's not suing, by the way? Who's not suing? The much demonized NRA. They are not suing. But hmm. the NRA says they are disappointed that the rule uh, didn't provide amnesty for people who already own them. So they're disappointed right. that they're going after right. people's property, not necessarily disappointed that the bump stocks are being banned because recall the NRA had basically already said, yeah, we're in favor of banning them or at least considering banning them. Still, the NRA is going to be the demonized one in all of this, even though they're oh, on the same sure. team as yeah. David Hogg in this case, basically. I just have to keep turning you guys around as the sun moves. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's... Yeah, you're playing a game with the light now. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. All right. Are you in the bathroom? No, I'm sitting on the ground as usual. Oh, it's like, what's behind you? It looked like a shower stall, maybe. This? No, there's like some metal behind you or something. Oh, it's a little outlet. Oh, I see. Uh, that said, this all takes place within the context of the government shutdown. We talked about the government is officially shut down as of, or at least partially shut down, as of Saturday morning after the president and Congress could not agree on funding for the wall. As we discussed last week, the House did pass a bill with wall funding, but it died uh, dead on arrival in the Senate. The Senate passed a continuing resolution to maintain funding at the status quo the president said he would not sign it how long is this going to go on incoming chief of staff mick mulvaney said sunday that it is very possible the shutdown will go beyond the 28th and into the new congress lawmakers have traveled home for christmas and how bad is it 
Well, Trump has now unfollowed Ann Coulter on Twitter. <laughs> yes, no! Ann, Col- Ann Coulter, author of In Trump We Trust. Because Ann Coulter, or at least it's believed this is why he did, Ann Coulter appeared on a Daily Caller podcast ripping Trump, ex- expressing very uh, Blondian sentiments. She said, why would you vote for him again? Uh, to make sure, I don't know, Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner can make more money? That seems to be the main point of the presidency at this point. They're about to have a country where no Republican will ever be elected president again. Trump will have uh, Trump will have been a joke presidency who scammed the American people, amused the populists for a while, but he'll have no legacy whatsoever. Ooh. You know, if it comes down to it and I have to choose Trump or Ann, I'm going to take Ann. I know. Every time. Uh, yeah. So this really disappointed me. And this is just another example of Trump having a fragile ego, which I really believe is his worst, his worst failing. I mean, it's good that he's a populist because he will adjust his position based on the amount of backlash he gets from his base. Um, But he just like this hit him right in the feels. He couldn't handle the criticism, the correct criticism. Ann Coulter is absolutely right. What the fuck is Jared Kushner doing in the White House? Hmm. Um, And she's, she's always spot on. So this, this was really disappointing. Uh, and, you know, she's right. Like, I, I will not vote for him again unless serious strides have been made on the wall. What's the point? We voted for him so we would get immigration under control. That is the reason we voted for him. Not so that he can play all these political games and, like, lick Democrats' buttholes. This is not why we voted for him. <laughs> yeah. It, it should Do be the noted. thing. That, that Trump follow was a very uh, rare commodity, too. He only followed yeah. about 45 people on Twitter, so... You know, that's a feather removed from Ann Coulter's cap, although I think she stands by the removal of that feather. I mean, that, uh, yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. Um, Let's put it this way. Between the economy and border security, if Trump doesn't deliver on, if he fails to deliver on both, his candidacy is dead on arrival like that. Yeah. And everybody's like, you're not going to vote for him. Like they're going to run, they're going to run Biden or Kamala Harris. I'll just abstain from voting. And I cannot be. Uh, the only person that's going to do this is going to look at this election and be like, well, I'm just going to turn into an accelerationist and, and hope that, that the left brings this all down so that we can rebuild it. <laughs> I can't I mean, go that far. Cause I will, I will absolutely vote to, to keep those types of people out, out of office. I yeah. Will, but I, I mean, that, at, but. at some point we're just prolonging the collapse. Hmm. You so know, we got like to bring on the apocalypse and then survive on the other it, side. But if, if Trump doesn't get immigration under control, doesn't get the demographic situation under control, what have we done? We've pushed things off for, what, five, ten years. Ooh, oh, great. They're just saving the next generation. No, like we're going to have to deal with this eventually. And I don't think that it's going to really matter if we get him in for a second term if he's not doing shit about this. We voted mm-hmm. for him for the wall. For the wall. That's why we voted for him. He has to do it or he's going to lose his base. Can somebody get Blonde's husband in here to get her under control? <laughs> she needs a good smacking. <laughs> Where's the lie? Okay. No, I know. I understand where you're coming from. I just... It just makes me furious. It's like, you know, we really went to bat for him. We nuked personal relationships with friends and family yeah. to vote for him, to be in his camp, and he's going to totally fuck us over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 can't, I, I can't disagree with you entirely. I just... I don't know. I don't know if I'm on team acceleration. I don't know if I'm on team bring on their apocalypse. I, I guess I would, I'm under the naive worldview that maybe things can still be salvaged. Even can if, they? Can they really? I just don't know if bringing on the apocalypse is the best way. But I'm not whatever. talking about actively bringing it on. I'm just talking about you know not voting for somebody who only has our back 
with with his words with, well and you know, there's slamming his, yeah, his sure. big dong on the table during these cabinet meetings and stuff yeah. that's all he can do yeah i think that's totally fair I think, uh, and I don't, I, I'm not mad at anybody who votes or doesn't vote on principles that are very important to them or issues that are very important to them like that. So we'll see how it goes. But man, if you lost Anne, author of the book that literally replaced, you know, God with you in the motto. <laughs> I know. And That's probably bad. got him elected. That's bad. Yeah. That whole Mexicans and rapists thing, uh, that was from In Trump We Trust or Adios America. That's, no, it was from Adios mm. America. Yeah. Oh, uh, she like he had read the book. Oh, I see. Yeah. Do you he, remember that? He read the book. Remember that scene on Bill Maher too, where there was a panel on Bill Maher's show, and Ann Coulter was there, and someone asked Ann Coulter, "Who do you think is likely to?" Can't remember if it was. I think it was win the Republican nomination. And she said Trump, and then everybody laughed. Yeah. Uproarious laughter at her. And she, and she just she stood just there and there. took it. Yeah, she she sat yeah. there and took it. Like yeah. Ann has taken some lashings for Trump, and he's like, "Oh, you hurt my feelings because you called me." gutless way i'm gonna go cry to jared kushner i wish we would have got the tweet i am unfollowing total failure and skeletal weirdo and culture eat some cake you dumb bitch or something like that if trump had tweeted that it would have been fantastic oh, leave Anne alone she's done so much for this country more for this country than he has That's right. hmm. the one childless female blonde approves of Anne culture <laughs> There are a few. Tell me about the campaign, because, of course, it's unclear if we're going to get the funding for the wall. That's the nature of the government shutdown right now. Of course, this guy, this I'm told he's a military vet, amputee combat vet, like Iraq vet, something like that, who started this. Iraq. He lost three limbs, one arm, I think both of his legs. Um, he hmm. started a GoFundMe campaign called We the People Will Fund the Wall. And I just checked before the show, it was at 16.3 million, I believe. Yeah. So about 260,000 people have donated. Uh, there's a $1 billion goal. The average donation is just over $60. So they calculated it. If everybody that voted for Trump gave $80, they would have $5 billion, the full funding, which isn't actually the full funding for the wall. The walls is, don't let anybody tell you it's going to cost $5 billion. It's going to cost like 50 to $100 billion mm -hmm. probably, which still pales in comparison to the welfare costs of illegal immigrants. So I, I'm not super concerned about it. So his name is Brian Colthage. Colthage? I hope I'm not saying that incorrectly. Um, so my concern about this, because I've been saying uh, for a long time, we don't need congressional approval to build the wall. It can be privately funded. Um, and, but, and I also don't trust GoFundMe. We've done a lot of hoax hate on here. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't banned it yet, too. GoFundMe has yes, been banning yeah. certain campaigns and stuff. Um, so it, this is from their GoFundMe page. It reassured me a little bit. It was still a bit too vague. I did say that I would donate a lot of money to this cause if I knew the money was actually going to go to the wall. But this is from the GoFundMe page. How will we get the funds to the right place? We have contacted the Trump administration to secure a point of contact where all the funds will go upon completion. When we get this information secured, we will update this. We have many very high-level contacts already helping. That's too unspecific for me to donate. Like, I'm sorry. I really believe in this cause and everything. But, like, I need to know how you're going to get the money there. I need to know if, if there's, like, a legal workaround that's going to prevent this from being privately funded. I don't think that there is. But, like... Left leftists are clearly going to try to stop this, right? Um, it, the GoFundMe page also said, Republican Representative Warren Davidson has a bill on the table right now, H.R. 7207, 7207, that if passed with government funding bill, uh, we can give the funds towards the wall and with our contractual guarantee to only be used on the wall. So if something has to be passed for private funds to go towards the wall is what the second thing says. So Congress actually has to uh, basically 
That's what it says. Does it have to go through Congress? That's what you're saying. Congress has to make a law or pass something. It was my understanding um, that we do not need congressional approval to do this, that this can't Hmm. be privately funded. So this made me a little bit concerned because I don't know if this is going to get into the right hands or be used for the right purposes. He also said, Representative Andy Harris introduced the Border Wall Bonds Act of 2018 if passed with the government funding bill. It will allow us to donate towards the wall. This act funds only for the construction of the wall, nothing else. Um, and I'm also concerned that GoFundMe is going to shut this down. They haven't yet, which bodes well for the project. I mean, don't you think they would have done it by now if they were going to? Uh, I get. I would love to hear the justification if they were going to do that. What is it, hate speech or something? I mean, why, why would they shut this down? I don't know. I mean, hmm. I'm sure they could find some stupid reason. So, you know, I'm, I'm a little worried about it. I think this guy clearly has good intentions. If we can't trust a triple amputee Iraq vet, then like... Oh, we can't, according to NBC <laughs> News. Do you want me to jump to that before the, uh, the yeah, competing? Yeah, I totally set you up. Don't question my transitions. That was excellent. <laughs> All right, because of course... Uh, he's he gets he gets his hit piece for doing something like this, or he gets smeared by mainstream media outlets. Of course, NBC is publishing founder of viral fundraiser for Trump's border wall has a questionable news past. What's his questionable past? You ask. Uh, they write the fundraising page, the GoFundMe page that this guy set up. Of course, doesn't mention Colfage's most recent business venture, a Facebook page titled Right Wing <laughs> News, and a ring of affiliate sites that frequently trafficked in conspiracy theories. In October, right-wing news was pulled down by Facebook in a sweep of more than 559 pages that the company said were, quote, using fake accounts to drive traffic to their websites or were ad farms using Facebook to mislead people into thinking that they were forums for legitimate (laughs) political debate. In other words, he doesn't drink progressive Kool-Aid and he got banned on Facebook, and this is hugely controversial. I love it that they say, he didn't reveal this on his GoFundMe. Why is that relevant? Like, I once made a Facebook page that got deleted by Facebook, just so you know. FYI. Okay, cool. But NBC News went the extra mile to ask him why he didn't put that on the GoFundMe campaign. Uh, Oh, I should mention, too, they also say, days after the pull-down of his Facebook page, he created a group called Fight for Free Speech, which accepts donations and is also not referenced in the GoFundMe. So he has unrelated... Uh, campaigns that fund other things other than the <laughs> the, the wall go fund me Colfage well, how are we saying this Colfage that sounds weird too Colfage uh, told I, I don't think it's Colfage I don't know <laughs> NBC News he didn't want to mention right wing news or fight for free speech because he didn't want to be a distraction I don't want to mix the two that would be uh, that shouldn't be the focus my personal issues have nothing to do with building. Why does it matter anyway? Do I need to I start every video I make with I've been banned from Twitter? I just wanted to let you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Presumably. If that's the best you got on the guy, that's pretty weak. But you shouldn't just be fearful of his questionable news past on Facebook. You should also be fearful of the competing GoFundMe that we mentioned from this transgender person uh, who lives in Texas, I believe. Um, this website's loading slowly. Scroll down. I want to see the this beautiful, this beautiful person. There you go. Uh, this transgender person in Texas is raising uh, money on GoFundMe now to campaign for ladders and nets to uh, help the illegals cross this wall that gets funded by GoFundMe. Plot uh, twist: This is the woman Skag is going to marry. Oh yeah, that's my that's my um, yeah that's my future wife. <laughs> Don't knock her. So far, this campaign has raised $138,000. Uh, 
uh, compared to what the 16 million or whatever that the wall fund has raised. This person writes, quote, we saw some folks are raising money for a broader or for a border wall to keep out our migrant siblings and fellow human beings <laughs> who are fleeing violence and persecution and whose tragically underpaid labor is essential to the U.S. economy. Seems like a bad idea on countless levels for everyone involved. Maybe we should focus on human rights and creating a community that reflects our supposed values. So I guess crossing the border illegally is a human right now, according to... Uh, this person, uh, this transgender person, Climber, is her her last name, his last name, whatever you want to go with. I don't know. Fine. I'm going to one-up this tranny and create a GoFundMe to get potato launchers for all the people at the border <laughs> so that they can shoot them at Mexican children that are climbing over these ladders. Do you think GoFundMe Sounds... would shut me down? Yes, I think they absolutely would. It's a shame. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, of course, took the opportunity to shit on everyone giving to this... Uh, this wall GoFundMe uh, wall account. Did you hear what he had to say? Yes. He says, uh, he called the people giving to this uh, campaign very dopey people, and he said they're dipping into their meth money to do this. So here's uh, Jimmy Kimmel on his show (sighs) on Thursday night. Tomorrow night at midnight, the government will shut down, which means hundreds of thousands of workers won't get paid. Basically, Trump is taking paychecks from federal employees at Christmas time to punish Congress for not paying for a wall he swore 500 times Mexico would be paying for. So, <laughs> Feliz Navidad, everyone. But here's the twist. The twist is... <laughs> the president might not need Mexico or Congress to pay for the wall at all because there are some very dopey people ready to pay for it themselves. This Trump supporter, a guy named Brian Colfodge, started a GoFundMe campaign to raise a billion dollars for the wall. He launched it on Sunday. It's already up to almost $9 million. People, this is what people do with their disposable income when they don't have loans from college to pay off. <laughs> Donating money for a wall that will never exist. It, it's like starting a college fund for Harry Potter. It's a... <laughs> It's a way, a more useful thing to do with your money would be to go outside and feed it to a bird. But you do have to admire the sacrifice they're making. I mean, a lot of these people are dipping into their meth money for this. How did Jimmy Kimmel go from man show guy to like highbrow, I entertain the college educated elite? What the hell is this, dude? Whatever. He can never come back from crying. We all remember when you cried, Jimmy. We all remember. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it kind of baffles me too. You know the scale of the money this campaign is raising, but it's all really stupid, poor meth mouth people or right. meth addict people. How are they raising this much money? And when you could look it, at the GoFundMe, it... it's like two hundred dollars was donated. Yeah, one hundred and fifty was donated. When you look at the stupid ladder one, it's like three dollars was donated. It's just stupid yeah. poor college kids. There, that's it... their disposable income. Yeah. Yeah. Could it be Jimmy that all these people you look down upon from high atop your Hollywood? Uh, castle there actually have high paying jobs that they actually are educated and or skilled in a particular trade and lo and behold even after the significant taxation that exists in this country they're willing to part with additional money for something they believe benefits the country as a whole how is it that they have so much money if they're meth heads that's kind of surprising fine keep perpetuating this attitude that people on the right are stupid underestimating people on the right is how trump got elected in the first place so Mm. keep at it yeah idiot liberal elitist fair point he also said uh trump is taking paychecks from federal employees at christmas time that's not what's happening they're all gonna get paid yes they they might be at an inconvenient schedule they're all gonna get paid uh nobody's taking pay away from them 
Um, and I bet this, this uh, just the way he, he sort of phrases this politically and says Trump cares more about punishing Congress that he's, you know, he's, he cares about that so much he's willing to take money away from federal employees. Well, who do the Democrats care about? Because as far as I can tell, they care about protecting illegal immigrants uh, more so than they care about providing for a border security mechanism that was the basis for a lot of people's uh, vote in 2016. Like you, yeah, you, who do they care could, about? Minorities that vote for the left. That's, that's it. I guess so. End of list. But apparently, if you want to talk about who cares about what, I'm looking at the Democratic Party right now, stonewalling on, a, on wall construction that the American people vote, voted for and saying, no, no, we have to protect illegal immigrants crossing the border at the expense of them. So no, we really don't. Hmm. We really don't. Well, that's that's I guess their perspective, but you know, the, I guess the unfair political characterizations can work both ways. But Jimmy, of course, won't do that because he's too highbrow and high educated in his Hollywood studio. Good for him. Uh, I'm going to go back to Malcolm Nance. I wanted to do this before we started talking about all the politics stuff, but there was this report that came out this week about it was from the Senate Intelligence Committee that referenced like Russian social media account, uh, accounts in 2016 and how they supposedly influenced the election. Like, yeah, some Russian guys made some political pages and posted some shitty memes on Facebook that like 10 people interacted with. But this is the reason why Trump was elected because they, they targeted Hillary or something. Are they, they, the, the allegation in this, in this particular report, or one of the allegations too, that Malcolm Nance, this MSNBC contributor guy picks up on is that they targeted minority communities to suppress the vote like the russians convinced black people not to vote basically is is the claim here but malcolm nance appears on brian williams show on msnbc i can't believe brian williams even has a show on msnbc but he does uh and malcolm nance delivers what is one of the tin foiliest explanations of how the russians influenced the 2016 election it's like every conspiracy theory rolled up into one tinfoil hat. Uh, I don't know. And then thrown in the microwave for a while, too, just to screw everything up even more. But what he says here is one of the most insane things I've heard in a long time. And this is, uh, I guess, intelligent political commentary over on MSNBC. This was featured on Tucker this week, too. They have managed to now make us not believe any. And we says they he's talking about Russian Russians on social media. They have done this to us thing that we believed before, that diversity was an American factor which made us greater. They have played on the, the themes of far-right conspiracy theories from the 1960s, the John Birch Society, a, a sideline group, uh, you know, and the farthest extremes of the libertarian parties. They have amplified racism to the point where the alt-right, Steve Bannon's own creation of gamers, is now of the wholly owned <laughs> subsidiary of the Trump campaign and are believers in David Duke, the Ku Klux Klan, Richard and what? Richard Spencer, uh, the neo-Nazi, and Robert Spencer, the Islamophobe, to the point where they're mainstreamed. This is how effective this information warfare campaign has been carried out. And let me tell you, this report shows how they went after to suppress the African-American vote. And there is no doubt in my mind or anybody else's in the intelligence community that doesn't believe that it took American citizens to assist them in really getting down to where these voters were who needed to be suppressed. And they did it in such a fashion. <laughs> One of their Twitter groups had 366,000 
followers on it. That is wow. not a lot. That's not that much. Yeah. 366. Wow. That, are they serious? Apparently so. Uh, just to recap, if you had difficulty following some of the claims made there, I'll try to... Um, I'll try to summarize this for you. So people aren't getting skeptical of uh, diversity and the diversity agenda because of excesses in progressive policy. They're being tricked by Russians on Facebook to oppose diversity initiatives or just open borders immigration generally. Uh, the alt-right is Steve Bannon's band of gamers, and somehow they've been emboldened by Russians on Facebook, okay? That's some Black serious boomer talk right there. Black people didn't turn out to vote in sufficient numbers for Hillary because of Russians on Facebook. They were convinced not to do this and or blocked. Um, this just goes to show the depths that guys like this are willing to go before considering, you know what? Maybe I have shit ideas and people don't like them. <laughs> they'll go to infinite depths this deep before they'll be like, huh, I wonder why my ideas aren't catching on. Why aren't people persuaded by them? Yeah. Uh, the Russians, they prevented Wakanda from happening, too, I hear. <laughs> the other thing I love is that it's like it's only the Alex Jones and the right wing people that are like demonized as fake news and conspiracy theorists. And, you know, uh, you know, they get uh, punished by all the algorithms in the world and with their asterisk fake news stuff on it, you know, on Facebook or YouTube or wherever else. Meanwhile, this sort of stuff is totally acceptable mainstream uh, not not at all fake news. This is legitimate news, what he's talking about, that the Russians helped Steve Bannon build a band of gamers to stop black people from voting, and that's why Trump is president. Right, yeah. right. That was this totally nonsensical. That was that was just inane chatter and gibberish with some buzzwords in it. Are, <laughs> are people watching MSNBC at home like, wow, that really happened? Like, how stupid do you have to be to really believe One that? of their Twitter accounts had 300,000 followers, and Brian Williams just goes, wow. Wow. Oh my God. Rich coming from Brian Williams, yeah. too, you know. Mm. The utmost journalistic integrity. <sighs> Whatever. Let's, uh, you want to just get through the last two topics before we close out with Super Chat sure. for a Does that sound like a plan? I'll be quick with this next one. As I said at the top of the show, recall State Senator Kevin Parker, who had a sweet idea in New York State that their already restrictive gun laws were insufficient and it would be cool if uh, the state of New York had a board that was going to do a three-year review of your social media, including oh private messaging, to make sure that like you're cool with getting a gun in New York. And by the way, they weren't just searching for criminal activity. The law he proposed explicitly mentions searching for biased language about race or gender or things like that. So if you, oh if you think God. incorrectly privately on your social media in New York, Kevin Parker would rather you not be able to get a gun well, Kevin Parker, I guess, demonstrated the exact type of people he's trying to stop from getting a gun in New York this week or demonstrated that himself because he was parked somehow illegally in, uh, in Manhattan and he had a political rival. This person is State Senate GOP spokeswoman Candace Geove, I believe is her name. Might be pronouncing that wrong. She tweeted that Parker's car was illegally parked. She has complaints about what they'd done and how annoying this is. State Senator Kevin Parker just replies with his blue check and all, kill yourself, exclamation, <laughs> exclamation point. <laughs> okay. And then, of course, people uh, have a reaction and people have a negative reaction to this. And they, they're, you know, they're all over him for tweeting at a political rival to kill herself because she noted his poor parking job. Uh he he tweeted out after that, I sincerely apologize. I used a poor choice of words. Suicide is a serious thing and should not be made light of. 
That's some fast backtracking. Jeez. New York First Lady Sherlane McRae suggested on Wednesday that he enroll in her Thrive NYC mental health initiative. And Parker says he will do that. He says, quote, I think she is right. I'm going to take her up on her offer after the first of the year and get the training and expand people's <laughs> knowledge and understanding around issues around mental health in the new year. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, the obvious questions for Mr. Parker are two. Um, does Candace have to let Kevin search her social media before she can get the gun to kill herself? Is that... <laughs> kill yourself. But first, let me see your Facebook messages. Okay. Yeah. Uh, kill second, yourself but through non-gun related means you kill use a rope hang yourself yeah. hang yourself we don't want senseless gun violence which i'm seeking to defeat yeah okay uh under this law would uh would kevin be banned from buying a gun i wish i could ask him that now that you've tweeted kill yourself to a political rival if your law your bill were to become law would you ban yourself from gun ownership is that is that the implication i would hope so i'd hope you say yes yeah Anyway, keep in mind, this is the type of insanity that comes out. You, you always wonder, like, how is it possible that Maxine Waters and guys like this get elected in these jurisdictions, like in, in Brooklyn and, and in L.A., these insane jurisdictions that exist, where these yeah. insane people come out of them? How is it possible that people are willing to vote for guys like this? They're like, yeah, it's fine. I, I think it's totally cool if this crazy guy searches my social media as a precondition for my fundamental rights and liberties. That's fine. Well, Meanwhile, I think a lot of people are thinking, well, don't do anything wrong if you want the right. to." <laughs> yeah. Americans are really stupid nowadays. I don't know their rights either. It just baffles me that people in these urban, uh, these urban jurisdictions, mind you, urban jurisdictions that are in states of decay, largely speaking, a lot of these, especially Maxine Waters district in California, terrible shape that place. And it's been under her representation forever that these people are willing to put up with this representation that doesn't achieve anything and they keep doing it and they keep perpetuating this crazy and they never think, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't really agree with the Republicans, but like it hasn't been going great. Let's just try it out. You, that never yeah. happens. That never happens. I'm kind of baffled by that. Okay. Last story before uh, we'll round it out with Super Chat and Streamlabs for the night. The uh, This viral video we talked about at the, at the top of the show, uh, It's it, I thoroughly enjoyed watching this thing. It's from um, a YouTuber named Mark Rober. He is a former NASA engineer, I, I am told. And this week he uh, designed or he posted a video in which he designed a trap for people who steal packages off of your porch. The package sprays glitter and fart spray all over the thief and records the reaction and uploads the footage back to Mark for him to view. So let's check out the video and then we can talk about some of the controversy and the speculation that maybe the whole thing is fake. Uh, but here's uh, what the video looks like from Mr. Rober. About seven months ago, I noticed a package being reported as delivered, but it never arrived. So when I checked our security cameras, I noticed this lovely couple out for a stroll. As you can see, they have backpacks on and they're just going around the neighborhood making an afternoon out of this. And then I took this to the police and even with the video evidence, they said it's just not worth their time to look into. If anyone was going to make a revenge bait package and over-engineer the crap out of it, it was going to be me. It has a built-in accelerometer and when it's jostled, it will check the GPS signal to see if it's been moved from the porch. And if so, it sends a signal to all the phones to wake up and start recording. And nestled in here, we've got a can of fart spray. No joke, you can clear a room with one spray 
spray of this stuff. So we made a cam on a small motor that sprays it five times. We have a cup here on top that spins from a motor underneath. So once you load in a butt ton of the world's finest glitter, the motor spins really fast and the centrifugal force fires it evenly in all directions. We added some shrink wrap and a delivery label, which is perhaps my favorite part of the whole thing. Because if the thief wasn't in such a hurry, they'd see that the package is actually coming from my childhood hero and inspiration for this project, Kevin McAllister. And there's well a charge done. port in the bottom, because if it doesn't get stolen in a given day, I can bring it in and then recharge all the batteries in the system overnight. So I put it out on the porch, and now all that was left to do was wait. So it appears he was walking down the sidewalk and then suddenly makes a hard left. Then he takes the package and gets in his car and eventually makes it to this parking garage where this glorious sequence unfolds. No way! Look at that dude, look at my car dude! Everything! Oh my god, I don't know what this is. Literally like everywhere. This guy just stands there contemplating his life choices. I love that feature too. And then he's just so vacuuming it up. The story is just don't take other people's stuff. Not only is it not cool, but on the plus side, you'll never find yourself in this situation. Or perhaps even worse, this one. Gonna get in here like, Who you had in here? <laughs> okay. Now the I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, we know at least uh, some of the reactions. I don't think any of the ones we showed there are the ones he's talking about. But it turns out at least some of the reactions are to be doubted by the uploader himself. So, I what mean, the how many fucking package thieves were there? Thieves. Oh, now your video and audio is like crazy out of sync. What the hell happened? Your, your video is like five seconds behind your... Uh... Damn it. How about this? Um... Should I pop back in the hangout? Yeah, uh, real quick. One second. Okay, I'll do it now. Stand by. Blonde's coming back. Don't worry. And then we'll get back to this. And I'll play you some Jeopardy music in the meantime. Hey, are we good? Uh, let's find out. Uh, yeah, speak now. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that looks better. That was weird okay. how, how out of sync that got. Anyway, um, so the uploader of the video posted this to Twitter and says that he doubts the veracity of the couple of a couple of the reactions originally featured in the video. He says that uh, he became aware of two of the five reactions uh, that they might be a problem. He said... These were reactions when the package the package was at a friend's house. Since he offered to pay this friend for successful recoveries of the package, the thieves in the footage that were from that friend or that happened under the you know when the friend had this package, those thieves were actually friends of the friend. So the friend basically he had offered to pay this friend for successful uh, recovery of footage, something like that, 
and the friend worked with another friend and said, just steal this and take the glitter shot for some money. You know, that's basically how, how that happened. But he says he doesn't have reason to doubt the rest of the, uh, the reactions that are in the footage, I believe, because they were it, the, those reactions were taken from his house is the deal. Um, so he actually edited the, the couple of reactions that were originally in the video that he believes to be fakes out of the video that's on YouTube. He just cut them out like a minute and a half of footage. Yeah, I mean, lots of well-dressed thieves. I don't know, man. I, I'm sure that's a legit problem in in more tightly compacted areas. Like that doesn't happen to me around here, but um, but in places where you've got a lot of like people on foot traffic or just traffic generally and neighbors tightly compacted, I, I could see this happening quite frequently. I don't know. I, it seems to me like if the whole thing is fake, if that's the claim, that's quite an effort to fake. Uh, like all, all, the, all the claims about the device, like to fake the design of the device seems pretty difficult to me because the design seems like it's legit. I'm not a guy who could engineer such a thing, but it seems like conceptually it's something that would work and, and make sense. I don't know. Gavin what, made me suspicious. About what it. were his reasons about the whole thing being fake? Well, a lot of it was uh, his first thing was like these thieves look like hipster douchebags hmm. that are probably friends of the guy. That's what he said. And this is before the claim came out. Hmm. Yeah, because so, this report, yeah. when did this guy tweet this out uh, about the veracity of those? What did he say here? This is from December 20th, which is what? Is that what day of the week was that? That was Thursday. So oh, maybe Gavin said that after. I don't know. Um, you know, Gavin's channel's back up, by the way. Yeah, his YouTube channel is back up. I saw he posted what like the last he said. It's like the last episode of Get Off My Lawn. So I was going to go listen oh. to that, see what he has to say. Now I'm in uh, like complete darkness. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. What the hell? <laughs> the sun just went down. Um, yeah, this is why you can't use natural light. Yeah. But we made it through the show. So Yeah, we did. <laughs> Remarkably. I don't know. I mean, I buy this guy as credible. I think he legit designed this thing. I think some of those reactions are authentic. I, I, I don't know why he would I don't know why he would delete only two. Why would he fake the whole thing and then be like, I'm just deleting these and yeah. giving you a credible reason why? Yeah, and I have had people steal my packages before. Hmm. I think it was, I don't know. I think it was awesome. I think it was a cool design and I, I, I maybe I'm partial cause I love the home alone references that he built into it. I think that was really cool. That's like one of the five movies I've ever seen and it's fantastic. It's only cause you look like Macaulay Culkin. I did as a kid, man. It was weird. You fit right in the Culkin family. He has a brother that actually looks more like, like you. His name is like hmm. Cerny or something like well, that. Well, I don't Cerny. look like Macaulay anymore. I mean, he looks like I did meth for 10 years. And no, he <laughs> looks great these days. What are you talking actually, about? Actually, he does look Rogan, better. He, he, really he was on Rogan, yeah. The other thing about Macaulay Culkin that I liked is he dated uh, Mila Kunis for so long. And I always thought like, wow, if Macaulay Culkin can pull Mila Kunis, there's yeah. hope. There's hope for the rest of us. A woman with the appropriate space in between her eyes. Oh, yeah. I love those gigantic wall eyes. Yeah. Well, yeah. The Jackie right. O face. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me started on the Jackie O face, man. <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk Super Chat and Streamlabs before we get out of here. Okay. Uh, okay. The Data Drew says, popping my wife's B&B cherry tonight. Hi, Christina. Wow. Merry Christmas, Matt and banged out blonde. God. <laughs> so glad my husband well, doesn't listen to this show. He'd be like, you're not to speak of this. If you made it this far, please forgive the technical difficulties tonight. Usually really we sorry. have a little bit tighter production. No, I mean, I, I screwed it up too at the start of the show. So Just blame yeah. Island Blonde. Um, yeah. Economic Ron, think Matt and I once made love. He mistook my Bigfoot for something else and shot at me multiple times. 
<laughs> Thank you. Appreciate Blue the Bigfoot Panther, reference. 11 Just wanted to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a great New Year. You as well. You as well. Thank uh, you. Carner Vaughn said, enjoyed your show all year, but Canadians think, yeah, who cares? <laughs> I, I suppose, yeah. Deep center field press. Merry Xmas. Sundays have gotten a bit easier to my stomach. Matt props on talking to Charlie Brown's teacher, Jacqueline Wah-Wah. Ruben <laughs> and JPB, JBP, uh, do they have a real plan with the payment process or need a financial, financial institution? Um, yeah, we're still looking into it uh, and, and, and talks with some people about what's going on there. Um, we'll see. I guess we'll see in the next few weeks what's going to happen. Yeah. We're really banking on the fact that there is going to be another another alternative here we're going to be in some deep I, and i don't have any intel on that but as soon as yeah. i learn more information about their alternative i will of course be speaking about it and the other thing i'll say is even though i trust those guys and i think they've got something in the works that will be more of a safe haven my strategy going forward is diversified dude like i'll be on any and all platforms even though i trust those guys i can't trust anyone you know and there's always Bitcoin, anyone so. individually yeah um, Semper Ad Melior. I think we need to stop talking about David Hedgehog. Seriously, he looks like a hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he does. Yami Ukami says, sending some extra money, Patreon money. Have a great Christmas, you two. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Uh, James Brissy, Blonde, they literally have two grading systems at Harvard, the grade they give and the grade you got. We went up there when I was in Annapolis, and mm. they are retarded. He's a white male, so patriarchy. Yeah, I brought that up to Skag before the show. I'm like... I don't see any people on the left bitching about white privilege now. Yeah, I wonder. Is how long till he gets maligned? Yeah. How long? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to expire at some point. It's got to. Um, Boogeyman nine one seven. Merry Christmas to my favorite podcast duo and Happy New Year too. Thank you. Well, thank Brian you. Jones. Merry Christmas. Have some of my VA money. I almost said a VA money to Blonde. A nod to you and your husband for his service. Thank you to Matt. Keep up the fight for the values to make our country great. Merry Christmas, guys. Thank well, you, Brian. thanks. Merry Christmas. Uh, Midwest transplant. First time donor, blonde. I moved to Seattle area for work. You were not exaggerating about anything. Always thought I was liberal, but Midwest liberal must be West Coast fascist. <laughs> that's hmm. true. Yeah, it's probably true, actually. You're probably that's right. That's the second message I've gotten about uh, about this this week. Somebody else messaged me and they were like, Seattle is just as bad as you said it was. I, I thought you were exaggerating, but I'm here right now and I've already seen a bum fight and like two people shooting up. <laughs> Uh, quarter Black Garrett. All right. This oh, is, is this uh, the uh, I heard, show? I had heard rumors of this. We heard rumors of you, and we heard that you tweeted about our show, and that we had some Crowder rights in, in Quarter Black Garrett. Uh, mm. Merry Christmas, Matt and Blonde. Matt, your Patreon call was gangster. Keep the good work, guys. Well, thank you so much. Super cool. World Clyde. Andrea D. Merry Christmas, you two. It was a rough year for me, but despite that, I always look forward to Wednesday and Sunday night. Thank you again. For you two and the amazing community you guys created for keeping my spirits high. Wow. How wow. Cool. Well, and here's to a and better 20, yes. 2019. We'll hope things turn around and, um, and uh, as always, be in touch. Yep. Thank thanks, you, Andrew. Thanks for making us a part of your year, even if it was kind of a bummer. Appreciate it. 2019, a better year for you. Uh, David Richardson's uh, timestamp uh, 223 in Desmond video, a rando creeper in the crowd is stroking his leg, but it's the mm. haters sexualizing him. I've heard that's his dad. Is that true? I haven't actually seen what mm. his dad looks like. Um, let me know in the live yeah, chat. Yeah, his dad is referenced, but I don't know if I've seen him. Uh, it, does he look like Jack Conti? Um, mm. Maybe I've he heard is Jack like Conti. A, a pussified bald guy with a beard, so how mm. many of them are there running around? 
just joking. There are like a million living in Seattle alone. Ryan F says the outrage from Blonde tonight is top notch, averaging out all of the Hawaii. All of Hawaii just got five percent angrier. <laughs> New drag kids <laughs> provoke this reaction. Oh wait, everyone. I know a lot of things make me furious, but I'm like skag. Like this kind of stuff just makes me just. Fashion. Yeah, dude. It, 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 I, as I as I joke, well, I wasn't even joking, but I said when we were talking about Desmond last week, I think I said it privately, but it's like, it's not, not that I don't care about those issues, but it's it, like the immigration stuff and some of the other stuff that like prompts people to very emotional, angry reactions. I understand why it does. I'm not dismissing that. But for me, this is the, like that Desmond stuff is what pushes me toward like a a fashy reaction, so to yeah. speak, where I'm like, nope, we got to control everybody. We got to control everything. We can't allow any of this. We must go under authoritarian. Exactly. We, and then I just start speaking in German and I'm like, what happened? Benevolent dictator right now. <laughs> I can't, we're not putting up with any of this crap. Yeah. That's, that's the stuff that nudges me that way. Yep. Uh, Stan says, so if an 11 year old girl was dancing on stage with straight adult men tossing money at her with CNBC with all these leftist AOK be with it be, or leftist um, A-list be okay with it. Hmm. Uh, Merry Christmas to you both. I mean, yeah, you as well, Stan. I, I think at this point that they're just pushing pedophilia. I, I don't know that it matters that much that it's a little boy. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, it's weird to see the corporate promotion of this. Like you had Target and then you it had... It was Target, it, by the way. That is And, and also keep in mind, it was promoted on CNBC's account, another corporate entity. Like, isn't it great that this drag kid is paving the way for LGBTQ youth? It's weird that they're, they're signing on board with this. They're just getting ripped apart on Twitter. I encourage they, you all to read the comments underneath that yeah. video. Just I mean, it got ratioed, rightfully so, but they yeah. they don't care, it seems. And also, this is a business news channel. Why... Oh, yeah. what, is, what does this possibly have to do with the business news that CNBC covers? You can't stop the scout. As, as someone who trains at a dojo where I occasionally help small children trade and arranges me, enrages me to think that a parent could ever do that to a child, that bitch is exploiting her children for attention. Yes. Hmm. Exactly. Tommy, Eddie, I couldn't even pay, play trumpet in a bar until 21. What kind of degenerate fuck does this to a kid? This is why I'm going to, but... Boom Boom Sticks to buy Boom Boom Sticks and homeschool my kids. I hear you. Um, yeah, the father needs to stop this. This is what happens with with single mothers and stuff. If there's or like pussified fathers, if there's no male influence governing the house, and then a woman just goes rogue with her feminism and turns her son into a a girl, it's like there's no end to what they'll do. Hmm. I say that like I'm not a woman. Yoko Halo list. What the hell <laughs> does she think? I know what the, what the hell does uh, does she think Desmond is supposed to appeal to? I'm legitimately angry. Anyway, Merry Christmas, you two. Keep yourself sane somehow. We try. The show keeps us sane. She, I think she's just living out her delusional ideological goals through her son. I think she's just basically making him a pawn of her politics to bring virtue points right. back to herself. That's what I think. That's going totally on. true. And if I can play armchair psychiatrist for a moment, I think it has something to do with her female need to be validated in in like ways of beauty, like superficial stuff. Yeah. Maybe. Um, because you know, she's a fat, old, angry hag. <laughs> so I think that she had, that she's like sexualizing her child. It's a manifestation of her own lost sexuality. Mm. Wow. That sounded so smart. <laughs> I'm so full of shit. We're at the two hour mark, which is when we get our smartest for sure. <laughs> Dimashi, right Dainty Desmond needs a swift can of whoop ass from Papa. Do you think his food stamps cover those? Anyway, greetings from Miami, God. Florida, and I wish you both a merry, a very merry, cuck free Christmas. You as well. Thank you. 
Static Thank Wave you. 09, Sargon and V's reading was entertaining, but is there any chance we could get a reenactment from Matt and Blonde? I don't know. <laughs> Patreon is probably lawyering up as we speak. That's probably a bad idea. Maybe. I thought the thing, I was kind of worried. I was like, oh man, this is going to drag out and maybe be kind of cringe. But then I listened to Sargon and V do it and i was amazed that i was thoroughly entertained by a conversation i already participated in like it was funny the the v's delivery was funny i laughed uh, his dracula hard. voice it was hilarious it, and the pauses and how he basically became he transformed from like gypsy to consuela from family <laughs> guy over time yeah it was funny it was cool uh charles thompson said this poor kid's gonna be a mess by 15 where are the grandparents i, I don't know man uh, Teresa Scott, longtime listener, subscriber to both Matt and Blonde, just moved from PDX to VOI. Portland to, I'm guessing Boise. Boise. VOI. I don't. I don't know airport codes. Is that is that what they are? I would go with that. Yeah. We're pretty dumb, Teresa. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm unfortunate that getting. Well, I'm. I'm going to say congratulations. The only thing. The only thing that bums me out is I used to like the city of Portland, and now it's been ruined by this crap yeah. too. Hmm. Oh, she said, "Love Idaho, unemployed, yeah. but wanted to support you." Your Patreon transcription. Pulls back the curtain on their fascism. Thank you so much, Teresa. We well, really thanks. appreciate that. And enjoy Idaho. You, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Cuervos Tacos, Merry Christmas. I hope Santa brings you both the fanciest of catapults. Keep up the amazing work. Ah, decorated catapult. I like it. You're onto something. Uh, Sounds uh, good. Thank you. See. Dangerous of the future. I can't believe Desmond's mom can't find work. Surely employers would find this and see how good an employee she would be. Clearly a very sane and reasonable person. What virtue? <laughs> Get her in here and make sure to pay her 77 cents on the dollar. Yeah, I, I can't believe that's not happening. Liana's draft fear. I found you two from the transcript leak. Love your work. And I've, see, I've seen so far. Also, Blonde, you're looking beautiful this evening. Both of you Ooh. have a great Christmas. Thank you. Well, thanks. And thanks for, I, I hope that we are able to maintain your your eyes and ears. You know, Anytime like you get a big influx of people, which this patreon transcript thing has pulled it's like ah shit now i gotta make good material to keep them around <laughs> i got a huge on. sub boost from you I did. interesting all right uh, semper ad meliora uh, hi jacqueline i was going to create a patreon account for the express purpose of investigating and undermining patreon is that against your terms of service <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah Smart good ass. luck i like it yeah. Rainer Chen. Hi, guys. Merry Christmas. If one day I have a company and your channels are profitable enough, I'll hire Matt as the head of PR and Blonde as the chairwoman of diversity and inclusion. <laughs> I'll Good be there. With your move off from Patreon so this does not happen again. Thank you. Thank Rainer you. Um, Zach Coggins. Matt, you did the right thing with Patreon. They have no ethics. Therefore, they should be given significantly little. Also, Merry Christmas, Matt and Blonde. I love your show. And this is the first time I'm watching it live. Thank you so much for joining us. It was a pretty good show. Did I freeze up? Oh, no. I'm just, I'm looking okay. at, I was like, holy cow. Because I'm just trying to get a sense of like the super chat backup. Yeah, you're going to have to take take over a little bit for me. Okay. Uh, I need a break. We'll probably just Are have you... to go through these really quick, guys, unfortunately. Okay. Just, I mean, I love the Do you know bands, where I am but... or should I just keep going? No, to... take one more and I'll take over where, where you go. Philip Smolin says, Matt is trying so hard to get banned from Patreon. Good luck, Matt. <laughs> A uh, big donation from MJ. MJ Blackpill, Christensen, and Poole were spoken to because Patreon plans to take out the centrist nodes in the mm. AIN. It's a warning. Oh, mm. very uh, sinister. If that's the case, yeah, thank you, Downs. Thank you. Yeah, Downskated says uh, thank you for all of your hard work. Have a merry Christmas, and I hope this helps keep Matt in plaid and blonde with her disgusting coconut water. Thank you. Uh, keep that up the good is work. Insane. Uh, thoughts on uh, NCAA football bowl games? Any uh, interesting to you too? I'm not a college football follower, and Blonde thinks football's gay. So, 
I can't comment on that, unfortunately. But Merry Christmas to you. Brad, uh, Brady Sutliff says, have a, have a Merry Christmas. What an intro. Well, thanks. I'm glad you enjoy it. Christmas, Christmas intro is always fun. Random Name says, Matt, you did nothing wrong. You agreed to not record the conversation. Not that your conversation would be off the record. Fair point. She never said off the record. I never agreed to off the record. Cyborg Griff, listen to Sargon's dramatic reading of the transcript, and all I could hear from uh, pa- all I could hear from Patreon was blah 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 blah, like a real NPC. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all, and to all a bright future. Well, thank you. Uh, John says, kind of glad I never opted to use Patreon to support the creators that I do. Uh, yeah, I mean they're going to have to find a new place now. Um, first, uh, first son of off, no, first son of man says, here's another twenty bucks. Do it old school get fucked <laughs> or get or no get fucked. I we're past the two hour mark. I read get a fucking PO box, Matt as get fucked, Matt. All right. <laughs> get a fucking PO box, Matt. And I will send you checks. I'm considering it. I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Jay Edgar is Matt marrying Jacqueline confirmed. Uh, yeah, maybe we had a good off the record phone call afterwards. I don't know. She has short hair. Uh, Mark Waz says, Merry Christmas, guys. I wish uh, you good luck in getting us to wherever we end up next. Thanks for being a much-needed source of uh, unwavering moral fortitude. Thank you, Mark. And Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Joseph Kulisics. Trump uh, has all the leverage with the shutdown. If he just threatens to veto furlough pay, government employees will panic. They're They're the Democrats' real constituency. The Democrats will cave if Trump just holds out. Merry Christmas, sir. Uh, Iceman Hero, first time donation. Love you guys. Keep up the good work. Truth needs to be told. Thank you kindly. Quantum Football, are you guys going to get the uh, epitome? Epitome? Epitome of Michael Sh- Michael Schleck's Yarmulk for Christmas? Maybe. <laughs> to be clear, we know how to say all these words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to explain the meme every time. You know. Roger Stone, pro tip, stop admitting to an ethical breach. Of course, pr- uh, probably poking the bear intentionally. We all know you are uh, in the right, so no sense in figuring yourself. Yeah, maybe there's a fair point there. It's like, I guess what I'm trying to get at is people are trying to like get, get me on a gotcha. And it's like, I'll grant what you're saying if you want, but the greater truth that's revealed, I believe, is outweighed. And you know? Matt can't uh, avoid the opportunity to finger himself. Yeah, always. Thank you. Uh, Merry Christmas. Mark Turvey says, Matt, I uh, will certainly return as a patron if you find a good site to host from. You have a good recent perspective that I enjoy. And Blonde may very well get you banned, but I think she's funny. We'll have to see. And thanks for supporting the show. Heath Hartley, late to the party because I'm still at work, but I'm curious to know the legality of the transcript over uh, recording and how you pulled it off. Looking forward to listening to your answer later. Love you both. I can't speak to any legal issues. Everything I'm able to say, I said in the video. I made a transcript. And if anyone wants to pursue legal action against me, go for it. I'm sure it'll be well-received. Concept, uh, oh, sorry, uh, Doc Bailey, wish you both a Merry Christmas. I'd appreciate prayers as I work my way through the Riverside and San Diego County Sheriff's hiring process. Well, good luck with that. Also going to uh, run my first marathon soon. Gulp, well, uh, good luck. I hope it works out and have a good new year. John Randall, Richard Spencer says he's going to run for president in 2020. Is there any chance you would vote for him, Blonde? I'm seriously considering it. Wow. Uh, I mean, he doesn't have a chance. He's hmm. like the most reviled political character. He's already endured like 20 rounds of character assassination. He's well-spoken. I, I don't have a problem with him, actually. There uh, you go. There's the hit piece, Jared. <laughs> Christopher Hay, 
I had a particularly gross Matt and I once made love, but YouTube's BS won't let me send it. Merry fucking Christmas, you filthy animals. Merry Christmas to you as well. Causeway, never back down. You guys have 10 times more support than you know. Uh, yeah, and I'm not trying to back down, so I hope it's not coming off that way. I'm trying to make the best argument that I can, and I appreciate the uh, the support. Merry Christmas. Dylan Orban, uh, supporting no comment. Thank you. Sock Puppet Joe, according to Nick Monroe, Visa and MasterCard maybe behind the Patreon debacle. Jacqueline certainly spoke to these payment processors, but wouldn't elaborate with me, so we'll have to find out. Gouda, heard about those two Scandinavian girls getting killed in Morocco. I saw the killing video. Bummer. I don't want to see it, but... uh Anyway, those two girls got beheaded with a knife, with a knife alive. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Merry Christmas, sir. Uh, and my God, I, I, that's a piece of footage I'm not going to be watching. Nope. Cerebral Dreams in before YouTube gets a trust and safety council. Yeah, really. <laughs> Sheena124 Skag, for the spirit of Christmas, we formally request your feminist 12 days of Christmas as you did uh, the video I did two years ago. Been watching both of you for a year, uh, for a year now. Merry Christmas. That was actually three years ago. Uh, oh but yes, God. that one was a fun one. Do you want me to uh, take over? I, I want to read one more because this is, if you'll let me read this one, this one's big oh, news sure. for the community of the show. Biggest Mikey, this is from Liberative, Biggest oh. Mikey just proposed to Wolfie and she said, yes, give them some love. Congratulations, guys. Congratulations. I'm very glad to hear that. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope, uh, you know, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, and, um, and uh, you know, all the best in your new life together. Very sweet. Appreciate it, guys. Uh, this is Weird Yoda 04. Matt is having his Lindsay, Lindsay Shepard moment. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Uh, I think I was Lindsay Shepherded before Lindsay Shepard, but, you know, fair point. That's true. I mean, it's just the same kind of thing. Like, you're both going to experience, you know, public backlash and stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, oh, yeah. To that extent, I get it. Yeah. I don't think it's going to change his worldview as much as it changed hers. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Reed Green says, uh, Canadian supporting your work. Free speech forever. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Protein Bar, Merry Christmas. First time super chat, long time former patron. No one expects you to cut off your nose to spite your face. We'll be ready to continue support when the means arise. Thank you. you guys have been so understanding well, about this. Uh, that dead eye guy, congrats on the potential wedding map. Been married eight and a half years, and it's been amazing. Vikes won. But I think we go one and done in the playoffs. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals, and happy New Year. And they haven't even secured uh, the playoff spot yet, so we'll have to see. That's Thank you. Awesome. Good Lord, we have – I can't believe the generosity of people tonight. I know. I, we're going to have to get through these, but, like, I don't know. Let's, everybody dig in. Grab a beverage. Yeah, really. Uh, Shelby Studer, every time I hear the Arabic language, I hear the voice of my ancestors calling, reclaim the Holy Land. <laughs> also, Matt is getting married. When did this happen? I feel like I missed something. He's never mentioned it before, but... To be clear, I have not proposed yet either. I'm just saying it's going to happen. 2019 is going to happen for sure. And I'm not breaking any she's news. She's also a real smoke show. I just want to tell everybody that. Wow, she's going to be so happy that you said that. <laughs> she is. She's, she's if she listens. Hot. Uh, Spen Servette, hey blonde, I might be asking out a coworker soon. She's pretty cool, but she seems to have some left-leaning ideas. I'm in Boise. Want to help me red pill her? You can have a new friend too. Yeah, sure, I'm in. I'm in. Um, Eric Austin, no, no, thank you. Curtis Miller, Merry Christmas, guys. Matt, congrats on the big ball bag blonde Hanamu Han Han Hanama Bay is great snorkeling in Oahu. If you're on Maui. The road to Hana is great. Waterfalls and rainforest. Thank you. Constantine's commentary. Mattis was good for fighting groups like ISIS, but he also wanted to play Secretary of State. He served his purpose. The withdrawal is probably the happiest I've been with Trump. Jim Webb hmm. from sec for Secretary of Defense. Yeah, That'd be I, an I interesting totally pick. A, a bone to um, the Democrats if he picked Jim Webb. Does he even count as a Democrat anymore? I don't know. M40, M4 through... Oh, my God. 430D. 
uh, it could be possible that Trump is used to some degree of a regular turnover management style and uses people to accomplish very specific objectives, unless, unlike most administrations. Yeah, but I it's bad optics. I hate it when people say that. Mm. I want to punch myself in the face, but it's true. Uh, Hoopty Rider, blonde, smart, and beautiful as ever. Matt, you're killing it. If either of you find yourselves in Portlandia, beer or weed is on me. Merry Christmas. Fair, fair deal, you. man. I appreciate it. I should go back at some point. I haven't been back for several years now, so... Uh, it's gross now. I hope you uh, survive there. Yep. Appreciate it. Daniel Feely, Merry Christmas to you both. My girlfriend Sam and I have watched you for a long time and we feel that, you, that we owe you at least $15. <laughs> thanks for the great content. You well, don't owe us anything. We're happy to provide. Glad you guys have enjoyed it. Yep. Rafael Salvador. Hey guys, just want to say a happy, to have a happy jolly Christmas. Sorry for not being able to donate throughout the year. No worries. Uh, but doing apologize. my best to make it up. Also, Matt and I once made love, but Jack Connie just have to give Matt a, a waifu. And waifu. Is it waifu? I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Um, I know that I've heard the term, but actually I'm not familiar with the specific definition. Yeah, um, waifu refers to a fictional character an anime fan considers a wife or husband. Ah, okay. or yeah. a husband. Okay. Yeah. And left me behind on a blue balled Christmas. We're sorry. Oh, bummer. I'm sorry about that. Bill with the good hair, Bill McPherson. Merry Christmas, guys. Been working a ton, but still watching. Was about to start donating on Subscribestar, but ready to support <laughs> yeah. the show again once all that yeah. gets worked out. Until then, enjoy the shekels. Ho, ho, ho. Cool, Thank man. You, Hope Bill. everything's going well for you. Uh, much appreciated. Cuckoo Star, Merry Christmas from Canada. We have an election coming up in the fall. Please cover it. Trudeau will be good for weekly cringe content. He always I look did. forward to that. You might have to take over in a second. Um, Miles Kinslow, sure. hey, guys. Here's some support to my favorite YouTubers. Thanks for keeping me sane in 2018. See you next year. A beautiful twist in mind. I've been a huge fan of you guys for a long time. I wish we had two well-informed patriots like you here in Canada. You guys are absolutely amazing and love watching you both. Here's some Canuck cash. Thank you so much. Mm. You want to take over? Yeah, Fitzberg says, Matt and I once made love in Hawaii. That's fake news because I've never been, actually. Mele Kalikimaka is the thing to say, if you know what I mean. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure I just said something. (laughs) Thank you. One hominid. Ho, ho, huh? Uh, was wait, where is third ho? Washington just passed shit to where you have to do a class. Oh, Washington state just passed uh, something where you have to do a class to buy a gun and you are legally liable for not locking your firearms oh. up. I'm not happy. That's bullshit, man. That is bullshit. I get it's a best practice, point? but yeah, for a defensive weapon, it's self-defeating. And two, I will decide how to secure firearms in my home. You know, that's not the state's, that's not the state's responsibility. Yeah. Uh, Alex Alex C. I don't know how to say this. Sorry about that, Matt. You are Spartacus to the dynamic duo. Merry Christmas, and here's to a very prosperous New Year. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm Cory Booker status, but I did what I could. (laughs) Thank you. Liz says, uh, "How long till David Hogg comes for my chainsaw bayonet and Hillary cough suppressor?" What a crock of shit. By the way, is there a charred Caesar hanging from your from your plant, blonde? No judgment. Merry Christmas. Is that a charred Caesar up there? One of these That's days it's going to be. Very you funny. in my shoes one more time. Thank you, Liz. Uh, I don't know how to say this name, so I'm going to go with Jack Zinn. Uh, plus one for collapse, collapsitarian. A socialist will be in the White House in 2020. I like that term. I'm going to steal it. Collapsitarian. Ryan F., worst comes to worst, set up a P.O. box, and I swear to God I will 
set up bill pay to send you a check each month like Patreon, <laughs> 75% for you, 25% screw the left. Just have to take the patriarchy tax from Blonde yourself. <laughs> well, thanks. I seriously am considering opening a P.O. box. I'll keep you guys posted. And Daniel I seriously G- am thinking about donating to a patriarchy tax. So. <laughs> Daniel Jerome Bombach said, uh, actually, no note on that one. Thanks for supporting the show. Fitzberg's back again. He says, can we donate to the wall in Sean King and Alyssa Milano's name? If so, I'm in. I think you could do that in a comment on GoFundMe.com. Go for it. Yeah. Cherry Phosphate says the most important point from the Patreon call is they are pressured by payment processors. Patreon has no choice and makes lame excuses. Banks have the final say. And yep. she did speak to that effect. What bugged me is I couldn't get her to to say that more clearly. It's like if you're being pressured and you're they're, they're making you do things you don't necessarily want to do. All of a sudden, I don't hate you, Patreon. I sort of understand where you're coming from, and I know who the real problem is. Instead, they're like, well, the banks make us do stuff, but also my diversity, and also my hate speech, and also all this stuff that we're trying to uphold. And she also said, definitively, keep in mind, when I asked her, were you pressured to do this by somebody else? No, this was Patreon's decision independently. That's what she says, at least with the Sargon. At least with Sargon's case. That doesn't mean that... There, there is an external pressure elsewhere. Uh, Jeff Phelps says, Merry Christmas. You as well. Rafael Salvador says, Seriously, Matt's Patreon story was heartwarming. Ah, oh, well, thanks. I teared up a bit, but it reminds me why we can't just let leftists take control every bit of our society. Because if you do, they will ruin everything just like they ruined our favorite fandoms. Or they ruin their own platforms. Yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah. I appreciate it. I'm glad you liked the story. I thought it was a little too cheesy and sappy and shitty. Anyway. Average apathetic American. Uh, I get I get the frustration, blonde. But didn't you give Shapiro crap for abstaining from voting for Trump? Trump might not get a wall on the border. If Democrats get in office, you might not have a border at all. Yeah, I mean, uh, the thing about voting for Trump in 2016 is that it was like, and I've heard Ann Coulter say this, it was like he was carrying us out of a, a burning building. And I, I'm not particular. I've never been particularly happy with the man that he is, but. We never would have known about FISA abuses, about Hillary Clinton's crimes. We had to vote for him in 2016. We gave him, or we are giving him right now, a term to show us that he can do the things that he said that he's going to do, the wall being the primary thing. I said I would vote for him once during the time that we had to, and that doesn't mean that he has secured my vote in subsequent elections. Hmm. Um, It was bullshit for Shapiro not to vote for him in 2016. It had to be done. Everybody needed to do it. Um, and I've always made, you know, the, sa- the same criticism about Ben that I'm not going to repeat here because we don't have time. But I stand by that. Yeah, sure. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, JV dude says uh, going to miss the live broadcast broadcast. Have a Merry Christmas. And Happy New Year. I'll be leaving for Japan soon in a few weeks. I hope I survive without my sanity safe space. Well, we will be here despite the efforts of Patreon when you return. And thanks for supporting the show. Happy New Year. Penguinator says, uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from your favorite penguin. You as well. Hassan Chop, the airwaves should be flooded with the uh, lefty, lefties' videos supporting borders and walls just half a dozen or so years ago. I want them to address what has changed and watch them hem and haw. I, that would be interesting to do. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, Mark O'Donnell, Merry Christmas all. Merry Christmas to you, Mark. Steve Nephew says, I wish there was a more nationally well-known GoFundMe. My parents don't even know what that is. I don't really see a downside to volunteerism. Uh, if it was more common, some useful stuff could be made. Yeah, I agree. That voluntary, Voluntarily contributing to things like this I think is fantastic. I saw someone bemoaning like a, so- a social media post not long ago of someone bemoaning how GoFundMe is a health insurer. 
like as though that's a bad thing. It's like, that, that's, a, that's a great thing, actually. It's people right. voluntarily helping out other people to cover costs that are, that they're, you know, they have difficulty covering. That's fantastic. I don't know why it's a yep. bad thing, but whatever. Darlene uh, Kate says, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Keep up the good work and giving hope to those of us who are having trouble hanging on to our sanity these crazy days. Your resident female boomer. Well, thank you, Darlene. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Justin Brush, Merry Christmas to you both. Keep up the great work, and I look forward to your hilarious, insightful takes next year. Thank you, sir. Rodzilla, I was going to be clever, but fuck it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Gabriel Lopez, the chick from Patreon just goes to prove blonde right again. Women ruin everything. (laughs) Thank you, Gabriel. Uh, Irish Nat 117 just searched YouTube for Jimmy Kimmel Carl Malone, or just search YouTube for jimmy Kimmel, carl malone first thing that pops up yeah he wore blackface and imitated carl malone back in you know, oh like that's right 10 10 15 years ago when was that yeah. maybe 20 and then there was ago. that segment with all the women touching his junk yeah yeah ak green girl here my shekels have a merry christmas everyone thank you you as well mark o'donnell matt and i once made love he stole my package and glitter went everywhere if you know what i mean i do it was a delightful time <laughs> brush fire media greetings from billings montana awesome patreon coverage matt well billings is lovely my mom works in billings just down i-90 from here hope you have a fantastic christmas in billings that's uh, hot adams great job on the patreon report matt great show guys merry christmas you as well and thank you uh, that's all I have on super chat, but I haven't reloaded. Let's see. Uh, just oh, a couple I more. actually have a few more on here. Uh, yeah. James Bercy blonde. Have you hit a Hawaiian since they look Mexican? Also, does your hubby tip or chew? <laughs> if not, he's pog. What does that mean? Um, pogues are, I've, it's a military term for, uh, for, Pogues are oh, like n- non. I don't know anything about the military. I'm yeah, uh, when people talk talk about pogues, they're like dudes with office jobs as opposed to oh, like you know infantry sorry, or yeah, yeah, combat right. roles. Mac, it's a thirty-eight super for Christmas and taste the rainbow. Mm. Thank you, Jay. Um, Drea East Coast, you guys make my Sundays. Thank you for that and Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas well, to you. I haven't heard one well. happy holidays yet because I love our audience. Jamie Richard, what's your over under on Apple going broke after getting woke? I'm giving them two years. Merry Christmas. Patreon needs a reality check. Give them hell. Um, I don't know, man. They have such a huge market share. It's hard for me to. They seem pretty resilient. Yeah, they we'll see. We'll see. And they, they went woke a long time ago. So yeah, I'm not sure about that, man. Uh, big donation from Jim Nugent. No note, though. Thank you, Jim. And Rakusa, I am sure I won't be the only one who will support your GoFundMe page for any legal bills you face following your recent Patreon call. I deleted my Patreon account this week and have found other ways to support creators like you two. I hope others do as well. Thank you so much. Much appreciated. And that's why I'm comfortable taking the risk is, one, the people who try to come at me will make themselves look very bad. And two, I know I got a lot of people who will help me out if worse comes to worse. So, yep. you know, the reason I'm able to take a little bit of risk is because I know I got uh, guys like you supporting me so thank you very much for that just a few more on Streamlabs. my god dude the, the generosity is off the charts everybody's in a christmas mood i suppose so thanks for sticking with us um phil says uh merry christmas keep up the good work you as well nonpartisan media matt congrats on the uh non-recording thank you for clarifying the non-recording and transcribing the conversation with patreon big balls to do that bro blonde you look beautiful as always even if you are a torso up Matt, you guys have a great Christmas, uh, or hope you guys have a great Christmas and a great New Year. You as well. Thank you much. Bryn says, Matt, I've never donated before, mostly because I can't afford it generally, but please take this and keep fighting the good fight. You've been showing your true colors, and please, blonde, keep fi- or, and please keep fighting blonde. You're amazing too. Sincerely, a girl trapped in Massachusetts. Well, thank you, and and 
uh, my gosh, man, when people are like, please take my last dollar or whatever. It's like, it's like, we very much appreciate it. Um, thank you for supporting this stuff. And, and thanks. Even, I don't know, I, I never like this apologetic theme where it's like people are, people are like, I'm sorry I haven't contributed before. Like, just no. enjoy the show, you know? Just, yeah. that's why we love, we love building this community and, you know, share the show, participate in the show, do whatever. Um, and definitely don't apologize. You know, no, no. That. And we talked about this before, and I'll be quick, but we don't have like, big studio growth aspirations we really just want to maintain so yeah we're happy with any donations we get we'll be all right because the audience keeps us all right exactly kimberly moen says i rarely get the chance to listen live but christmas break means i get to sleep in tomorrow thank you for all you do i'm much more prepared for political and current events discussions since following your show merry christmas well great i'm glad i'm glad to hear that as well you can shoot down your crazy leftist niece at the christmas dinner table or something like that Vertex says, hey, guys, did you guys see uh, my email regarding China Uncensored and Don't Walk Run Productions coming for guest talks? I believe I did. I think I responded to, to that. But um, maybe I but if I didn't respond, you can send it my way again. Also, butt stuff involving Matt happened at some point in time. That's fake news. That's bullshit. Radicus, <laughs> the bump stock ban <laughs> worries me because the definition seems vague. I mm-hmm. would wonder if they define them like they define trigger cranks. Uh, would it be upheld? I don't know the history on that case, but yeah, I mean, the the definition of words is not the strong suit of this particular ATF ruling uh, with bump stocks. Best name in the audience goes to, remember? Smegma Bukaki. And? There's a number. There's a number. I don't know, man. Smegma Bukaki 69, of course. Just stopping by to say Merry Christmas and congratulations on your Patreon scoop. You did good, kid, and did real good. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks, blonde, Mr. Smegma. And Blonde, you're looking especially hot today. Hurry up and get pregnant. Yeah, hurry up. <laughs> hurry up for my sanity. Get pregnant, please. <laughs> Scott Graham, meth addicts donating to, uh, to a cause they believe in and not... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Meth addicts donating to a cause they believe in and not doing meth. How is that an admirable thing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know what Jimmy Kimmel's talking about. Yeah. Um r- last word goes to Rusty Dog. Discussing these issues each week, it's easy to forget that we aren't speaking about leftist abstract bullshit. It's real world bullshit. Desmond is a real child. The wall is a real issue. Patreon speech control is real. It's odd. Um it's so odd it's hard to process. Yeah, I mean you you do when you everything's on the internet that. like this, you kind of forget about that reality of it that these are like real people you could go visit in the flesh yep and it's not just abstract thinking on the internet but my god man uh i all i can say is that's that's all i got and all i can say is that i am hugely thankful for everybody's unbelievable effort to keep us uh in some sort of secure position and to take the kind of risk because the patreon risk is a there's a there's a little bit of a legal risk for sure but there's also a risk in that they just might ban me outright and sever that income. There's that there's the financial risk associated with it. So there's just a lot of uncertainty. And the reason yeah. that I that I'm going into 2019 not really phased, like the reason I'm going to have, you know, Christmas Eve and, and Christmas dinner with family tomorrow. And, and as I'm sure you will, and I won't be worried is because I know how awesome this audience is and that everything's yeah. going to be fine despite the, yeah. the nonsense. So that's all I can say. I don't know if you had any more closing words before we get no, out of here. No, it just, but. every time we get these notes, you know, about how we improve people's weeks or how they love watching our show, it's just, this started off as this small thing. And I, I really do feel like it's just us talking 
you know, like every week, I feel like we're just having a conversation. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't feel like it's this big thing. And so yeah. when I get these super chats and people say something, like, it kind of brings me to reality. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. people watch this show. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Uh, and it really touches my heart, you know, my, my yeah. cold, dark heart. <laughs> Does. It's the only thing keeping it like within, you know, a reasonable size is, is I know it really uh, does uh, help with my cynicism when I see that there are other people that, that are that are like us. Yeah, for Pariahs. sure. It, it, and that's <laughs> beyond uh, just, um, you know, having the show like the analytical aspect of the show and breaking down the news. I'm, I'm really proud of the community that exists here and the fact that there are people finding other like minded people. And I've heard some stories recently i'm not mentioning anybody by name but like other connections that have happened through the show romantic connections yeah. friendship connections uh, that that's really cool it's so cool it's so cool yeah so anyway this show's gone on long enough so let's get the hell out of here and everybody's got christmas stuff to do or maybe sorry if you're on a... for the technical difficulties guys i won't yeah. have, i'll be back next week so appreciate your patience with that and maybe if you're on a plane somewhere you enjoyed a you know long a long listen uh, anyway, of course, thanks to everybody hanging out, super chatting, live chatting, uh, keeping us in track with the facts during the duration of the show. Appreciate uh, you if you're listening later on YouTube on demand or on one of the audio platforms. Thank you as well. If you're listening for more or if you're looking for more listening material while you're traveling, check out the audio platforms. They're all linked in the description for you. You can get the call-in show and some other interviews and stuff. Uh, although remember, there will be no call-in show this week on Wednesday. But uh, we will be back on Sunday, of course, with a New Year's Eve Eve show and figure out uh, what's going what's gonna to happen in 2019 and beyond. But in the meantime, have a very Merry Christmas, uh, and we'll catch you next Sunday. Thanks. Have a good Bye night. Bye, guys.